Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Many felt as though 2016 was a sad year at the movies. With so much negativity in the world of film this year, how can one possibly select 10 movies to celebrate? You Hate Movies is here to lift your movie-going spirits. Here it is, 2017, which means that the year, the the movie-going year of 2016 has been brought to an end. Some would say, thank God. I would say, thank God. (laughs) Thank God. Some would say, thank God. Others would say, not so bad. You know, touch and go. And then some would say, hey, there, there's at least 10 great movies, and that's why we're here to try to order <laughs> 10 great movies of 2016. It's, it's You Hate Movies, Best Movies, Top 10 Movies of 2016. Yep, and we've put way more work than we should have into this, if what I'm being honest. What are you talking honest. about? Half I mean, of y'all. Just we're taking, us, taking it so seriously in a good way. I think, we, I think we're great for it. <laughs> wow. Really dedicated, so, you, you. So please <laughs> listen for... <laughs> Pat... <laughs> Patrick first was saying we put way too much into this and then said we're great for it. Are, yeah. you, are you proud of us or disappointed I'm in proud us? of us. We shouldn't have put that much work into it, but we care about this craft. It's hard to understand what he's saying. <laughs> I'm all over the place. <laughs> so obviously Patrick's here. I'm here. Tyler is also here who put a lot of work and money into seeing enough movies. To I saw movies this year. Yeah, so many movies, luxurious movies. <laughs> the best movies. Tremendous. They were tremendous <laughs> movies. It was just tremendous. Believe me. Oh, mercy. We just started calling the theater and we were looking for him because we just assumed he was there. It helps. <laughs> I get it because he was there so often. Yeah. Uh, it helps to have a casual moviegoer to know what their list was. So that's why we have Abby. Hmm. Abby's here. I'm here. Casual moviegoer. Right? Um, You're going to answer to that? I'm a film lover. No, she we loves the that. films. She, she loves. She probably deserves a a, bo- a boost up because she saw so many movies. I saw boost a lot her of up. movies. Okay, well, boost me up. Tie tie. <laughs> <laughs> boost me up. Tie tie. Like beam, beam me up. <laughs> Bethany Allen's here. Bethany Allen's back after a, a short reprieve. <laughs> Thank goodness. On the podcast. Yeah, traveling for the holidays. You missed a few episodes, mm-hmm. and now here you are again. I'm back. And. Let me t- guys tell you an insider story. This morning, Bethany was not convinced that she was capable of drafting a top 10 list until we began to count how many movies she's seen this year and realized that it was a sizable amount. Yeah, because I'm a cinephile. But no, you're a film lover. Also. You, you watch too many Hallmark movies to be a cinephile. No, I can watch those in my own free time, <laughs> not associated with my expertise. <laughs> and I was going to say something. Now I forgot. <laughs> I, so I thought you were talking about my turtleneck thing, but you didn't. I'm wearing turtlenecks now. Oh uh, <laughs> yes, I forgot. There was a big this there was a big announcement <laughs> this morning that now Bethany is going to wear turtlenecks, and the she found her perfume. I, I found my perfume. I'm wearing my perfume. These are all things we learned at anyway, breakfast. Anyway, I was going to say something no, about no, no. I want to I want to <laughs> comment. I want to make a comment about this turtleneck. Now her neck looks. <laughs> Clearly very warm, but her <laughs> arms. <laughs> this turtleneck is a short sleeve. Yeah, it, it, it's it not is like a short, short sleeve. sleeve. It's like down to my elbows. It's like a. It's like a Quarterly. three. No, it's not long enough to be three quarters. No, you're right. No, you're it's right. a half <laughs> sleeve. It's a half <laughs> sleeve <laughs> turtleneck. It's just this one because I got it four eighty eight at Target, but I ordered regular turtlenecks, long sleeves. Oh, anyway, goodness. I'm doing that for this for the January February time. <laughs> but I was gonna say something it's about something associated with months. you. She's pointing, She's pointing at Patrick. Oh, 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 the reason I felt inadequate was because, like what Patrick was sort of mumbling through earlier. Oh, uh, I think you enunciate very clearly, Patrick. No, I mean, Thank you, you were kind of like, I don't know, we're great, we're not great. 
I wow, felt she's so really intimidated because every text I got while on vacation time she was, was just Tyler sending kicks. kicks for each of these movies. And I'm like, I haven't seen any movies. No, Zero to movies compared for, to Tyler. For context Tyler goes on that. nuts every December. For context on that, uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> we, we watch movies, and whenever we watch movies, we like to rate them. Amongst, know, each five, amongst one another. Amongst yeah. one another. We usually text our ratings to one another where we'll send a rating out of five stars. Now, the emojis, they, they lack a certain uh, a character. Je ne sais quoi. They, they, mm. they have these beautiful Panache. yellow golden <laughs> stars. Sure. But they don't allow for half stars. Right. So we had to resort to the moons because yeah. the moons, they give you different variations. There's of emojis of the full lunar cycle. Right. You got right. All, all, all shapes. waxing and waning. Right. <laughs> And so we, we use moons to dictate. Yeah. You got three and a half out of five. That three and a half out of yeah, five moons. It's helpful. But they, the moon emojis look a lot, awful lot like the kick cereal from. They used to. Now yeah. they look like. They're getting more realistic yeah. all the time. But now they're kicks. Yeah. They're Thanks to China. Because <laughs> <laughs> China's drawing the emojis. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So our listeners in China, Bethany didn't mean any no, derogatory. It's a shout out. Okay, shout out. Yeah. Shout out to China. I'm an emoji fan. That's yeah, true. Bethy goes hard December, on the emojis. December is a fun time to go to the movies. You went, what, 19 you times this month? You went hard at the movies. I didn't go hard. I mean, you went so... You, this Every day well, I had la- multiple texts from last, all You would go on a long lunch at least three times a week. That's true. Well, the, <laughs> the, the great thing about Christmas is that you're usually given a bunch of uh, gift cards to the theaters, so I've been using them going to the you movies. You got a lot. I, it just occurred to me that maybe your employers will hear this and realize that every time you stepped out, you weren't at a meeting. You were going to the movies. Uh-oh. So, maybe so Gerald, Gerald, if you're listening, yeah, <laughs> always be suspicious of Tyler when he steps out. When I leave, he's the not doing any kind of graphic design. <laughs> he's just watching a movie. Uh, and also, Matt Hughes is here. And in fact, the reason that we're all together and able to record this podcast tonight is because we're selling Matt's birthday, celebrating Matt's birthday. Hi everyone, it's ha- my birthday. Happy birthday, Matt. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, that's great. Feliz Navidad, bud. You don't look a day over twenty-one. That's nice because oh, I am many. I'm twelve years over twenty-one. Mm. Well, you look it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she really. Oh like wow. She, I like you, your she gives and she birthday. takes away. Thank you. Thanks, Bethy. You can pull up a mustache. Can we get I to can. this? It's can better than Gerald's. I'm no, trying to help the thing. viewers people get an like image of part. him. People like this we part. We're going to do small talk. There's a photo of me on the website. Yeah, what you guys do this morning? Now we're just talking over each other. Bethany has her own conversation with Matt going She's right talking now. about my mustache. No, your earbuds. Oh, the listeners aren't used to that by now. We're 80 plus episodes in. We've never stopped. What has happened to us? Tyler's looking at the ceiling. Oh, there's one thing I wanted to say before we got out of our personal conversations here. And that is that... Um, all the things that, that Bethany wanted to point out earlier are things that the listeners can't possibly appreciate. Uh, th- that is your turtlenecks. Matt brought up the perfume. Yeah. And pointing at Patrick to say, remember when you were mumbling? You know? You got to remember this is not a video podcast. Oh, I have to remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, rem- I remember. Okay. I was just making sure before we got really into it. I feel like the viewers get it. Li- listeners, <laughs> <laughs> the listeners, <laughs> they're not Freudians. I feel yeah. like you're imagining us, and I feel like I'm in the car with you, bud. Okay, oh, that's nice. Uh, I'm yeah. in the car with you, there bud. You and you feel like you're at the table with us, yeah? Yeah, I yeah. Bud. yeah let Lean us know. In. Apparently, the I, last time Matt made an assumption of that sort, 
it seemed like he really struck a chord. Yeah, people were listening to us on their commute to yeah, work. To work, I was proven entirely correct, as is often the case. I don't know if entirely is one hundred percent right all the time. That's you, me. You were at least somewhat uh, accurate. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so here's how we're going to go about the evening. There's a few things that we want to talk through uh, in addition to our top ten list because we did see quite a few movies, and there's been a lot of talk in the cinephile movie-going, casual movie-going even world about how uh, it, it feels like in a lot of ways 2016 had some duds to offer, quite a few duds, actually. So we thought it might be fun to, to kind of parse out our um, lists into several categories. So we're going to talk about the movies that let us down, the movies that almost made our list, but didn't and then get into our top 10 list um, all the while uh, kind of explaining the the where's and why's of, of how that worked out. Does that make sense to everybody? Yeah. So in order to build the proper anticipation, we're going to begin with 10 once we get to our top 10 list and make it all the way to the top. And we're going to do our absolute best to abstain from major spoilers in the movies that we talk about. So if it uh, was in the bumper, then there was a, there's a major spoiler at some point that I don't even know about yet. You, the listener, know more than me present, Josh. You know, do you know what I'm saying? It's like time travel is happening right now. Yeah, yeah, Tyler's looking at me like this is a stupid thread to pursue, but no, I feel I pretty it. good about it's it. It's like Looper. Can it's amazing. Can we just get yeah. on with this? My gosh, man. Can't we hey, have a little... don't rush through my birthday podcast. Okay. So first of all, um, guys, what movies let you down in 2016? In fact, what would you say was the biggest disappointment? Not even necessarily the worst movie, but what was the biggest disappointment? I saw some bad movies. Of 2016. I Do you want to start then? I saw, well, no, I was just saying there's some really bad movies in 2016. Well, sure. sure. If, yeah. we, like could just, if we could just come out with it. We need a banner that says that. Can we <laughs> like, I was going to say a banner over our conversation that they all kind of sucked. Well, no, not all. Not all is the, no. not the right word. A lot no. of but them. The majority the bell sucked curve really hard. moved to the left. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's math. <laughs> That's how that I works, right? <laughs> Would you prefer that Patrick break the ice with uh, his biggest disappointment, Tyler? Well, I was just going to say there's been some bad movies, but you're you're talking about movies that were highly anticipated that failed to live up to the hype, desired your personal quality. desire. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Patrick. It was easy for me. My biggest disappointment was Ghostbusters. Mm. I had high hopes Wait. for some of my favorite comedians and one of my favorite comedy movies and then it sucked yeah sucked. yeah uh, if you guys we did a whole episode on ghostbusters that for patrick was a little too positive for his taste even though we had a lot of bad things to say about it yeah patrick came up with abject disdain <laughs> for the movie while we were trying to be a little more on the positive side yeah but all in all most of us didn't like it i think bethany was the one who was I liked it she kept saying it was like a ride at Disney yeah Disney World I, no, like I don't disagree with that but most of the Disney World rides suck well, <laughs> okay now we're well, in a totally different space you and I <laughs> talking about these things there's certainly not Man, what you, lucky what you want from here. the movies um, Matt it's your birthday I hate to bum you out but can you tell me what disappointed you the most at the movies this year yeah I think this last year for me my biggest disappointment was um the neon demon okay because i freaking love drive it's so good and so i didn't love only god forgives by the same director and so i was excited to see a very stylized um possibly wonderfully violent movie again like drive and and i think Instead, it was a dumpster fire. 
Yeah, actually, a lot of uh, a lot of ink was spilled over Neon Demon this year, and interestingly. Um, I haven't seen the film. Tyler and uh, Matt are the only ones who did. Yeah, I'll throw in that was my biggest disappointment. Oh, too. was it? I'm sorry. I didn't mean yeah. to steal your thunder. I it, didn't know that. I don't think you could handle it's, it, Josh. It's interesting. As a, no, Josh, you definitely couldn't handle yeah, it. Yeah, you, you shouldn't handle it. it. You shouldn't see it. They're doing this to antagonize me because they know <laughs> that I'm so the, tough that this, I've seen a great number of extreme movies. This no, movie I don't is think you particularly could do brutal and repulsive. Yeah. Oh, I've seen I've seen the most brutal and repulsive. No, you can, you can, it's okay if you can't handle it. No, I can <laughs> handle <laughs> it. I can handle it. I just uh, didn't get no, to you, it. No, you you've actually been uh, forbidden. Forbidden? No, yeah. heck no. Yeah, Abby no. said no, no, no. Abby he's said he's not allowed. To it's watch my that. N- spoiler. It's my number one. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, yeah. I haven't seen it. <laughs> neon Neon Demon uh, had a lot uh, going for it. The cinematography, yes. even like the the tone of the film, it felt really captivating and intriguing. But by the time it ended, and I, I realized the things I had seen and endured to get to this end, I thought, why? You know? Yeah. And and I I sat there, watching the credits roll, and I thought, this m- this movie better have some significant purpose. Like, there better be some really strong meaning for me to have just witnessed the things that I have. And I don't I don't think it had it. Yeah, I read it. I actually read a little paragraph about it today where it said that the director whose name I can never pronounce correctly because Nicholas Reffin maybe Reffin yeah there you go Nicholas Reffin they said it's a movie that he made for himself and who cares if you like it or not and I I there's part of me that thinks that's so awesome and great that a director would just be like no I'm making the art that I want to make because they should make that but also also you are making art for other people to Maybe not enjoy. Maybe that's not the point of it. Uh, Maybe yeah, it's just art for other people to experience. Well, art is about um, invoking an emotion. Which it, it, it did. definitely got uh, some emotions out of me. In the yeah. Night. And that's true. Art isn't always supposed to be pleasant. It's supposed to be strong emotion in one way or another, kind of following the artist's intent. But I, usually art has meaning. And I, right. I, this felt too empty. Right. It was very beautiful and very... V- not vapid. That's not the right word. Yeah, I think listen. Is this a podcast about the neon demon? Sorry, like, we're just sorry. Disappointed. It's just well, it's just an upsetting movie. Yeah, like Tyler <laughs> and I have spent a long time talking. What about I wanted this to movie. point out actually yeah. had to do with uh, what you guys were saying and the paragraph that Matt mentioned because I also read this, I think the same blurb earlier this morning, and it seemed to sort of align with what I had overheard you guys say about the movie. In particular, this line here where. They say that uh, Refn walks the fine line between fine art and trash, looking to infuriate and frustrate, titillate and disgust, enrapture and hypnotize. It goes on to say, The Neon Demon isn't a movie you watch so much as experience. Whether this particular brand of glossy acid bath is for you is a question only you can answer. That's fair. Yeah. And in this case, it sounds like neither of you, you both said no. I'm, I'm not convinced that he he knew what the meaning was. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I didn't get it. Yeah. Or maybe I am stupid. That's probably it. Bethany, yeah. <laughs> what was your biggest disappointment for 2016? The accountant. Oh my gosh. Oh, what a stinker. Yeah. I feel like I had a lot of anticipation cause y'all set me up for it. And then I was in it and I thought, where are we going? And then I was like, no, at the <laughs> end. <laughs> and it was so funny cause even my mom was like, 
she, at first she was like, it was really good. And she was like, you know, it really isn't that good of a movie. And if Belinda says it's not good, it's probably really not good. Because Belinda has low standards or something? She's just not very good at picking out movies. Oh, <laughs> she's more like a casual moviegoer. I'm surprised she any of you... She goes every weekend. She's not wow. a casual moviegoer. She goes movies, but yeah. I'm yeah. surprised Belinda any of you... She's got the po- popcorn After bucket. watching that trailer right. thought, this looks interesting. Because I saw that trailer and I said, nah. Oh, really? it got me. It tricked me. Oh my me. gosh, absolutely. I was like, uh, like amazing autistic accountant assassin nah yeah yes. it had me that nah. thought the trailer was cut very effectively nah. yeah, yeah yeah i liked it i was nah. into it yeah it was you, nah. were, hey, you were right yeah yeah, yeah. okay we well to done Tyler's you're now. better at watching trailers than we are i'm a movie connoisseur <laughs> i have all the movies Stop all the best it. movies <laughs> abby you saw way more movies than you thought you had in I 2016 did. only you pointed out several times only a few less than me mm-hmm so you felt pretty accomplished. I Do did. we have a number on that? Um, I I saw thirty three, so you must have seen twenty seven. Twenty seven. Mm. Hey, that's the Quite same as Bethy's number. Quite a lot of movies, actually. Y'all are friends. Is. Bethany also saw twenty seven. Not in movies. theaters. This was not theaters. No, so sure. To, to add more clarity, two hundred and seventy dollars. These lists are not based on all the movies of the year. Obviously, we're making our own individual list based on the movies we each saw. So, if a movie <laughs> that you loved, <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> we didn't go out and see all the movies. But yeah, if you buy a t-shirt, we could see more yeah. of the movies buy for next year. <laughs> buy it's more true. You Hate Movies t-shirts. It's my birthday. Send me Regal gift cards. So the, the amount of movies each of us saw varies wildly. So if if you're upset that the movie that you loved isn't on our list, it's, it's probably because we didn't see it. And or hopefully I'll have you covered. Yeah. And also, there are no documentaries by choice. Right. So you had 27, Abby? Bethany, you saw 27? How many did you see, Matt? I saw 43. Okay. But you saw... 33. 33. And Patrick? 35. 35. Jesus makes my list feel really long now. Oh, I saw really? 54. Oh, 54. man. That's, that's amazing. Time, yeah. I wish I had seen 31. Not that number of movies, but the film by Rob oh. Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then, you'd, then you'd be at 34. Four. Yeah. 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 It would take you further away from seeing that. Now, Abby, now that we've made it full circle with your 27 movies, which one of them disappointed you the most? Um, Finding Dory. Oh, Oh, yes. That's a good one. I was really excited. I like Finding Nemo. seen it a (laughs) billion times. And I don't think Finding Dory is terrible, but uh, it wasn't as good as I thought. Mm -hmm. It It was was great. That's right. It was tepid at best. Yeah, at best. It's better on the second, third, and fourth, and fifth time. (laughs) Yeah. I could see that. Now, you know, it's funny, the uh, the Honest trailer, if you if you guys, listeners, know anything about those, made the best observation about Finding Dory, and they're like, ah, it's bright, it's loud, and your kids will love it. I'm like, yeah, that's basically the yep. gist of it. Yep. Tyler. He already said. Neon Demon. Neon Demon. Yeah. And, and, and for Pete's sake, there's nothing more to add to that no. <laughs> conversation. There was a mini Neon Demon episode in there. Uh, my biggest disappointment was Shin Godzilla, actually. If you've ever listened to this podcast... I'm really sorry that that was disappointing. uh, You may have noticed that I like Godzilla a lot. The (laughs) idea of Toho Studios, which is a Japanese studio that invented and made all the Japanese Godzilla film, returning to the Godzilla uh, brand after um, more than a decade of silence. The last Godzilla, Japanese Godzilla movie came out in 2005. I was pretty excited, and I thought that the trailers and promotion were really effective, and there was all this talk about how they were <laughs> recapturing the socio-political commentary of the original Godzilla film. I was like, man, that's going to be great. I saw uh, a, a select screening that was only available for a single night 
in Portland. So I felt pretty privileged to sit there and watch this Japanese movie. Let me tell you, I was freaking bored. Bored out of my mind. And I like They're back to the movies. rubber suits in this one? Was it? it was a blend of what they call suitmation. Okay. And CG. So there was, was that the Godzilla that when we saw a still of it, our friend Josiah said it looks like a poop with googly eyes? Yes, it, <laughs> did, look, it he did look like a turd with googly eyes. Uh, that's not what you want out of Godzilla. No, no I was, that's disappointing I was really just bored. on its own. Godzilla was about in one or two scenes, and uh, he shot lasers out of his back. That was interesting. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that was about it. Yeah, Josh, I remember you were super excited going into that. You kept saying, everybody, let's go see it. Who wants to come yeah. with, see it yeah, with me? Yeah, you had your ticket like two weeks early. Nobody yeah, saw yeah. it yeah. Listen to this. You went this alone, and then when he came out, we got one star out of you. Yep. One moon. <laughs> yep. This is how my friends treated me when I kept saying, it's still there, guys. You could still get a ticket. Everyone just kept looking around, looking out the window, and saying, <laughs> hey, so anyway, what are you guys doing later? So I went by myself, only to be disappointed. Mm. That's how it goes. But enough with the letdowns. Oh, yes, Let's please. get into what we did like. Oh, I'd love to. Honorable mentions. Now, when you're seeing 50-plus movies... 54. You can't possibly fit them all into, t- right. <laughs> into 10. I thought that because it's mathematically <laughs> impossible. <laughs> That's how numbers these work. These are only movies from 2016. So of all of the movies that came out in 2016, I saw 54 of them. That's more than one a week. Y- yeah, when you... That's some solid math. Down. Right. Solid math there. Look at you go, that's, quite a good job. that's, that's yeah. two more than one. No week. casual math doer. <laughs> uh, so we have a top ten with up to three honorable mentions. And I want to uh, restate uh, a bit of an interesting rule that we set for ourselves, which was we only allow for movies that received a wide release within the year. Right. So um, last year we did not include, say, The Revenant which was limited release in December and did not go wide until January. So for our list, The Revenant, for example, is a 2016 movie, not a 2015 movie. Similarly, this year, a movie like, say, A Monster Calls, which was just released wide in theaters this month, January, will be a 2017 movie for us, not a 2016 movie, even though technically it was released limited in December 23rd. Or Martin Scorsese's Silence. Right. 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 Which was limited in December, but not yep. wide until January. Absolutely. And we make this decision because, you know, we're a podcast for the people. Is that That's right? right. And why why sit around like a bunch of elitists talking about movies that no one has even had the chance to see? Right, it's stupid. Okay. It's so bad podcast I don't etiquette. know that that's why we did it. These <laughs> rules are that's for why. you. That's why. These yeah. rules are because we're the people's podcast. That's right. Also we care about you, the listener. So don't be surprised s- to hear about The Revenant on our lists and uh, talk about silence. In 2017. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, watch this space. For some arbitrary reason, we decided not to include documentaries either. So before you send That's us... That's a shame. Cause hey, nice. make sure that you include... Why, how come no one mentioned... You it's know, different style. Tickled. Tickled or... It's a different style of filmmaking. Right. Yeah. Still a film. Okay, well, you're a casual movie guy, so what would you know? It's a different category at the Academy. So let's not so spill... So is drama and comedy. Not at the Golden Globes, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Let's not waste a ton of our time on this, but Patrick, give us uh, up to three movies that you really wish you could have fit in your top ten but just couldn't get them in there. You want me to give you all three at once? Yeah, that's how we did it last year. Just okay. tell us what they are. Honorable mentions from Honorable Patrick Honorable mentions, and some, uh, some of these are really hard. Uh, I have The Invitation. It's a uh, thriller movie. It was a very – it was on Netflix now. It was really good. Yeah, Netflix. it looks okay. really good. It's yep. a thriller. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, I have Hell or High Water. Which I know some of you guys have it a lot higher than that probably, but I thought that was really great. Sure, very it was cool. A lot of fun. 
very cool good and and this is one of those i went into so pure because i didn't even uh uh, know who was in it when I put the Blu-ray in? Well, I did know because I saw the cover as I put the Blu-ray. Cover high water. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I said, "Here, watch this movie." Yeah, that's. I experienced it the same way until Tyler said, "I got Hell or High Water," and who wants to borrow it? I just said, "Me." I didn't know what it was. That was the first I'd ever heard of it. Yep. And then it's I. A good movie. Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, <you're welcome>. that's <laughs> great. <laughs> and then the third one is Ten Cloverfield Lane, mm. because mm-hmm. I thought that was super fun mm-hmm. and. Just had a great uh, story and <laughs> did it. <laughs> I just don't, you know, I don't want to get. We're trying not to do, do major spoilers, so I don't want to talk about the. Re- the we did an episode on this. Yeah, we yeah, did. We did. Go we back and listen to it. Go saying. back and listen to it. It's great. I remember watching Ten Cloverfield Lane, but only because you reminded me. Okay. <laughs> you didn't come up. In really, you love you love John Goodman. Well, then, Mister Fifty Four. What do you got in your honorable mentions? Now my my honorable mentions are a little unconventional here. Uh-oh. Don't recap the whole movie. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna hit you with uh, with a surprise right now. All right, here we go. But in my time watching 54 movies from the year 2016, I uh, made time for movies that came out in theaters months ago and are on Netflix or Hulu or whatever. And so I said, oh sure, I'll I'll give that a watch. Okay. And among them, I watched Disney's. The Finest Hours. <laughs> you remember that trailer with Chris Pine and he's in that boat in the oh, water? The CG yeah, water looks yeah, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. You have that, that as an honorable I was mention. so sick of that trailer. Yeah, I watched that. And I said, all right, that wasn't bad. Uh, are and you getting to it that it's in your honorable mention? It's an honorable mention. mention. Okay, because yeah. what if you yeah. was just telling us <laughs> this <laughs> anecdote? <laughs> I watched a movie, guys. He's just going through his <laughs> list of 54. <laughs> I've actually ranked all 54 yeah. movies that I saw this year, so here we go. I watched it, and I, and I wasn't expecting a lot out of it. And by the end of it, I, I had this weird like emotional reaction where I, I was like, that was great. And, it, and I don't think it's like a particularly good or, or like novel film but it's kind of like uh, comfort food you know sure Where you have particular meals that you know mm-hmm. aren't very special yeah, we, yeah. Like we know about yeah. comfort food yeah. that's what it was to me it's like watching <laughs> remember the titans i thought yeah, oh, yeah. You're that was that. a really s- you said it was a youth group movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he said i would really like it that's like i meaning yeah, that's like bethany would really like it's it. a family it's a family film because it's not you know all right sex that's that's yeah that is surprising what else you got it's surprising uh here's the next surprise Pop star, never stop, never stopping. Honorable mention. It's a good movie. <laughs> no, I was I looking at this long list of 54 <laughs> movies, and I thought, which one of these made me laugh the most? He is mentioning how many movies he's seen a lot. Well, yeah. there was a lot of movies. I'm just, you know. Yeah. I was looking at my list of an undetermined number of movies, and I said, which one of these made me laugh the most? And it was Pop Star. So I said, all right. I guess that'll get an honorable mention. And then uh, my last honorable mention is Rogue One, the Star Wars story. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was good. So these are all that you liked enough to to make the top top tier of the movies you liked this year, but you could not get them. So is it 11, them. 12, and 13? Yeah, yeah. Thereabouts. Okay. Abby, what do you got in your honorable mentions? Um, my first honorable mention is Deadpool. Okay. Well, what? great. It was funny. Yeah. I like the character. I'm surprised you could handle it. You can't handle it. Can't handle the truth. I could handle it. Yeah, I know. It's it just wasn't a good man. I'm just trying to make a gag out of the Right now, a spoiler thing. for a few good men. <laughs> it's only a spoiler <laughs> because you referenced <laughs> the movie. Um, my second honorable mention is Civil War. Wow. Okay. I'm very Marvel. 
<laughs> yeah, except that then none of them were in your top ten. <laughs> well, they got squished out. She's that's super Marvel. That's just all of my mentions. Just okay. two? Just, just two. two, two mentions. Yeah, yeah, there's oh, there's oh, no more Marvels. <laughs> <laughs> of all the other movies X, you saw X-Men this year. Apocalo- apocalypse. Of all the other movies it. you saw, you said, nah, I'm not going to mention any of them. Uh, you can have up to three honorable mentions. You're like, none of them are no, Jungle no. Book is a good movie. Okay, she just Jungle Book. Yeah. <laughs> another one. On there the you list. go. There's that Disney. one. <laughs> she looked at Yeah, Disney, Marvel. Yeah. So that's good. All right. Jungle Book off the top of her head. Not bad. Bethany, mm-hmm. your honorable mentions yeah. up to three. I got three. Apparently, you have to have three because we wouldn't let Abby move on until she came up with the third one. Well, I had five initially, so. No, we, we only want three. We only want yeah, three. Yeah, I got, I got it. I pared it down. My first one is Ghostbusters, because it, oh too, Lord. made me laugh, wow. and I like it. So how does it feel uh, that Patrick had it as his, like, the top of his crap list? I don't care, because Patrick's wrong. <laughs> oh, wow. Much we like he was wrong on earlier. the Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Wow, we're going This is just very similar. Anyway. Lots of commercials for our I other liked, episodes. I liked Ghostbusters a lot. I had a really fun time, and Sarah... And Tyler and I went to this really fun theater. It was just a great experience. Mm-hmm. So it's really fun. Um, my second one is Rogue One, the Star Wars movie. Okay. Which was like, wah, wah, but I like Star Wars. But it wasn't enough to, to hit the top. And then my third one was 10 Cloverfield Lane. Look at there. I had a really, I, I had no idea what to experience or what to expect when I saw it because I watched that other terrible one. Remember when whoa, the whoa, 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 I had to take whoa, 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 whoa. the Dramamine? Whoa, whoa. The actual movie Come Cloverfield <laughs> yeah. is so good. What's wrong with you? I remember this discussion on the sick, podcast. Anyway, because we did you a were podcast. trying to do the ironing or something while no, you were I watching it. I was just sitting there, but I had to take Dramamine because it was right. the you camera. D- I remember you did. So, yeah. But this was really fun. I don't know why. It was really fun. I didn't know what to expect. I had no idea. And it was just sort of a fun movie, even though it was super weird. You're right about that one. I mean, we were and at Simpatico on yeah, that one. That's great. You excited mm-hmm. about the next Cloverfield in 2017? Mm-mm. Cloverfield in space? No, maybe I, it won't. Uh, maybe it'll be easier to digest now that we know it's an anthology. How do yeah, I sure. understand? Are Tim like Cloverfield Lane and Cloverfield connected? Yeah, we did a whole episode Sh- on this yeah, problem. Shared Two. U- shared universe. Two episodes. Oh, it is a shared universe? Yeah. Anthology I I just couldn't remember. universe. Anyway, that was my honorable mention. Mm, great. Okay. Wow, you and Patrick are going to have to beat Be through excited. this whole thing. Get your heart right. Matt. Yeah. What you got? My honorable mentions are um, Hell or High Water. Again, I was vaguely aware of it because Tyler said it was good and then bought, got it on Blu-ray for Christmas and I stole it from Patrick because Patrick was going to borrow it first and I took it. But it all worked out. It's we true. all saw we it. Took it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where Tyler has it on his list or if he does, but he was an enthusiastic. Yeah, enthusiastic he was. So yeah. much that he... Was literally putting it in our hands. Right. Like, Please watch this. You'll love yeah. it. Yeah, and well, I mean, it no, was we were all texting, and your guys, you guys were like, "What other movies do we need to watch this this from this year?" For yeah, what what do, you were like, "What did we miss?" And I said, "This was a good one. Watch this." Because Tyler, yeah. I don't know if you've heard this yet on the episode, listeners, but Tyler watched a lot more movies than us. Yeah, so did. we went to him. I like to say are there any key ones that we haven't. I seen. think I need to level up above cinephile. Yeah. All right. Here. What's all your right. other? Taylor Highwater, The Lobster, made honorable mentions. I really enjoyed that, but not enough for it to be in my top ten. And then my third honorable mention is Captain America: Civil War. Okay. There wow. you go. Wow. What's yours? Oh, me. Uh, my first honorable mention was Pete's Dragon. I actually uh, really enjoyed Pete's Dragon, found it very charming and classic. Uh, 
really sweet. Choked me up a little bit, and I had fun. And the dragon, big cartoon dragon, was looking real convincing with those computer, with the use of computers. Do you guys know that with the use of computers, they can like make a dragon, put it in a movie. Mm-hmm. It was well, right. how else are they going to make a dragon? It's how amazing. they did the first one too. That's well, <laughs> the first one was not computers; it was some dude drawing on clear sheets. I think that one's so precious. I, oh, I hate it. the original, but liked this one quite a bit. Huh. Um, the paint I, that lighthouse. Much like Tyler, I included Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping in my honorable mentions because I laughed a ton. Um, I went into it thinking I'd like to laugh mm-hmm. at this movie, and you know what? Laughed. And then guess what? Also, like uh, some of these other guys, I put 10 Cloverfield Lane in my honorable mentions. I came out of it very upset because I couldn't understand what had happened, (laughs) having just seen or having expected to see a Cloverfield sequel. But with time to process and revisit, uh, I like it as a standalone movie, not connected whatsoever to the other movie that bears its name. And those are my honorable mentions. Yeah. Good mentions, everybody. Mm-hmm. Without further ado, let's get into number 10 on everyone's list. So we're going to, uh, once again, go around the circle and try not to bore you guys to tears with all the reasons why. But everyone's going to give their number 10 favorite movie of 2016. Uh, it might behoove you, to before you present your actual listings, to give just a very quick, you know, tweet, tweet length explanation of the way that you formatted your list you know how, how it is that you decided what made your list because i think everyone probably goes into it with a little bit different motivation so patrick yeah how did you decide what was on your list and what's number 10 for me i made my list uh the way i gauge my favorite movies are ones that stick with me the longest for uh not necessarily rewatchability. Sometimes they are, but sometimes they aren't as rewatchable. But if they stick with me because it was particularly funny or if it was just really well done or if it's a thinker or one of those things, that's, those are the ones that I like the most. And these 10 movies stuck with me for one reason or another. So my number 10 is Rogue One, Star Wars movie, hmm. story. It was a movie. Yeah, a star, it, it, <laughs> it's a Star it Wars movie. A star Wars movie yeah. yeah, we did a whole episode on that, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. not a bad, not a bad number ten. Solid number yeah. ten, y'all. Solid number ten. Yeah, Real Tyler, yeah. how did you work out your list, and what'd you put at number ten? Uh, much like last year, uh, I made my list based on uh, one movies that uh, I liked, kind of just what which movies meant most to me. Um, a lot of that has to do with which ones I'd probably pull off the shelf again, or which ones I was most inspired by. Uh, but then there's also a tension there based on which movies I feel like deserve some respect, deserve uh, to be mentioned on a little list higher. Yeah. So my list is comprised of uh, movies I loved and movies that I think earned it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 10 on my list is Swiss Army Man. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. We That's if you're one of the many people that didn't catch Swiss Army Man, we actually have an episode on it for you. In yeah. which Bethany surprised the world by loving it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, seemingly a just a bizarre, strange experience. But when we came out of it and we talked about it, I felt like it was pretty profound. Unlike okay. the Neon yeah, Demon. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> and uh, and it stuck with me. I thought it was fun, and it, mm-hmm. it's something that I enjoy having seen and thinking about. Mm-hmm. All right. Agreed. Abby, well, how'd you pick your list? First of all. I pick my list a lot on if I would watch it again. Okay, watchability, rewatchability. Yeah, and then also a little bit of like 
um, the work that went into it or whatever. Um, so you're like, that movie must have been hard to make. I'm going to put that on the list. Yeah, respectable. Okay. But that's not very much. The impression the filmmaking itself leaves on you? Yeah. Factors in a little bit more so just whether also, or not you want to watch Talking about movie craft, though, is what yeah. you're saying. And like how it looked. Mm, design. Yeah. Aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. DOP. Is that what it is? Director the director of photography. Yeah. Yeah. If he was good. Or yeah, she. That, that will make sure. it look good. <laughs> anyway, number 10 is Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah. Okay. Um, which is actually very surprising because I really didn't want to see that movie. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. She I went on and on about it. Just Superman as a person. Whoa! <laughs> that oh was a character. <laughs> she <laughs> hates him. <laughs> just <laughs> as, a, as a person. Uh, <laughs> so Clark, you or you hate Cal L? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I don't like those movies at all. But I sat down and watched this movie because I like Batman. I guess. <laughs> Even though he's different in this one. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. He's played well, by a different character. Not for the first time. He's been played with by mel- multiple people throughout <laughs> the ages. Anyway, it was a very good movie. I was We watched a long version, but I usually don't like long movies, and I sat through it, wasn't bored, and was very intrigued. I thought it was a very good movie. Yeah, I'm surprised that that's made your list. Number 10, Better I Than w- Civil War. I was shocked that you liked it at all, let alone would put it on your list. It was cool looking. I thought it was way more cool looking than any other... Marvel, any movie like well, that. Zach a typical Snyder. Zack Snyder review. Zack yeah. Snyder. It was cool looking. He's it was really cool looking. Aesthetic guy. That's not better than Civil War. Okay. Yes, it was. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Shots fired. Is that... Is that what, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it seems, it seems l- little much. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> What's a little much? What, her, her responding and saying, I disagree. No, the, shot, the shot's fired. I think we should oh. res- reserve that for a, a real... For actual okay. gun, okay. gun I would play. I withdraw yeah. the shots fired remark. Bethany, how'd you make your list? Well, I had a really weird year. Movie <laughs> <laughs> going. <laughs> okay. I this needed, is how we're starting. I needed more from movies this year hmm. than I. Are you breaking up with movies? Do no. I'm talking about the relationship that we have in different seasons. You want to engage movies differently. You want to see certain movies. You want to laugh a little bit. You want to cry a little bit or whatever so I think my list is a little bit stranger than I would ever suspect it to be but I also thought it was a really slim year for like really wow movies hmm. so I don't know how I, I just picked it based on yeah I guess the movies that impacted me the most emotionally this year perhaps upon first viewing or yeah, resonance and I uh both probably okay. I feel like too i was really into the psychology of people and all of that this year. I really like that anyway, but I think when I look at my list, I'm like, oh, most of that has to do with like people being crazy or yeah. awesome or whatever. <laughs> I think that's probably so. something that's represented from by or represented in the statements that you've made throughout the podcast on the year because I think it's a theme we've mm-hmm. returned to a lot. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that's how I did it. And my number 10 is a movie called Hello, My Name is Doris. <laughs> Starring Sally Field. What in God's name is Hello, My Name is Doris? <laughs> yeah, I saw it at the living room theater. It was really yeah, nice. I have not It's seen a great that. movie. It's a fantastic independent film. I Wonderful. like Sally Field. Can you give us just like a line synopsis it's of this it? This woman who's single. Is her name and Doris? She's, uh-huh, and she's Kay. like f- late 50s, maybe early 60s, works at this really progressive firm with a bunch of millennials and is trying to connect and develops this really irrational crush and... It's about her journey. Like, is it like a dramedy? 
Do you want the yeah. one-liner f- description for the movie? Oh, sure. Yeah, let's Go see ahead. how it matches up with Bethany's. A self-help seminar inspires a 60-something woman to romantically pursue her <laughs> younger co-worker. Yeah. It's a cougar movie. It's awesome because you kind of enter into her pathology, if you will. Mm. So, I don't know. I found it really fascinating. It was really fun to watch. And it was really different and kind of quirky and smart. I felt like that was the theme of the year, smart movies. Hello, my name is Doris. So well, it's a good I'm thing you made a list because otherwise I would go on the rest of my life not knowing about there you go. Hello, my I, name is Doris. I, I was aware of it, but yeah. I did, oh, here we did not take the time to see it. Yeah, that's okay. I was a, I had a gift card and I went and saw it and I really enjoyed it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. My name is Doris. Way to go. Hello, my name is Doris. Way to go. You made it into the episode. Matt, how did you make a list? I tried to make a list based on my movie-going experience, like in the theater, what happened internally to me, or in my <laughs> living room, I guess, <laughs> while I was watching a movie. Internally? Internally, in my heart and my soul. Yeah. You know, Your guts. On the inside of me. Well, no, because that sounds like I had a, a dicky tummy, you know? Something. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what? That must not be an expression <laughs> that we have here. Like when you like have <laughs> a bu- bubble guts. <laughs> we've got bubble guts <laughs> you know um i don't know what bubble guts is <laughs> like when you like it's from oh, next I friday i got the bgs yeah i don't feel good oh, i'm gonna poop yeah. um no like in my soul and my heart um matt is a feeler a deep it's true tremendously deep feeler, and i appreciate it so much but i also wanted to think about resonance because there there was one movie in particular that wrecked me in the theater mm. it was Manchester by the Sea but it's nowhere on my mm. list because afterwards I was like oh fine that was fine like mm. in the moment I was like oh I wept wow. in the theater mm-hmm. and now I'm like yeah great that was fine whatever don't care um, but and then I also am thinking like Tyler's taught us watchability like which of these movies would I want to pull didn't up he teach me that I knew uh, he that. taught he me that I learned that. that from Tyler to think about movies in terms of what would I pull off the shelf and so I tried to combine all of those things as I made my list and my number 10 movie was uh, High Rise which yeah. was yeah. a great time the Love It guy wasn't he in it Tom, Tom Hiddleston, Hiddleston is the star kidding. of High Rise <laughs> yeah <laughs> High Rise was cool is that the it was, one he's walking across it was based the on a really great no uh, no, no. Uh, oh Joseph Gordon-Levitt where yeah. he's walking in between the two towers no that's not High Rise it's called Walk the Line that's um, no walk the line is John, about a Johnny, Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash biopic with Joaquin Phoenix. What's that's it called though? Walking line? It's something like that. It's something, it's something about, about a wire, man on a wire. Uh, man on uh, wire. I think man on wire is a documentary about yeah. it. High rise <laughs> is a very abstract, loosely S- sci fi fantasy oh. socio political commentary. economic. Yeah. Based on a novel by J. G. Ballard. Who wrote Empire of the Sun. Right. Which is and a movie uh, with Christian Bale in right. or, or Crash, which David Cronenberg adapted it's, into. It's about a, a tower, a residence tower. A high rise, if you will. It, in which <laughs> they, they lock themselves in to hide from the outside world. Um, not at least. It's, it's basically the high rise is whichever floor you're on is indicative of your standing in well, the class system right, of 1980s England. They themselves are already elitists. Right. And then among the elitists, they develop even further class yes. systems, right. and then it descends. As the high-rise becomes mm-hmm. increasingly self-sufficient, offering yes. everything that you could possibly Like a swimming pool need. or a grocery a, There's store. a bit of a Lord of the Flies thing going on where Wonderful. civilization is just one tick away from breaking down into yeah. chaos. Even for depravity. the elite. Right. It's, a, it's a commentary on Thatcher's England. Yeah. It's great. 
Oh, High Rise. We just talked about it. You can actually yeah. watch it on Netflix if this has made you interested. You should watch all. it. I would re- I would recommend it as a as a movie that didn't get enough attention. Um, I I made a list based on all the things that everyone's talked about. If I had to zero in on on two of those, I don't disagree with anyone anything anyone said. It would be maybe uh, most like Matt's in terms of um, the initial experience. Uh, and and the Im- level of impact that that had on me. So I was thinking a lot about something that I heard from a film critic just a couple of weeks ago that was talking about the sad state of movies in 2016. And he had this really interesting observation. He said that so sad. it's true that 2016 was a bummer of a year because it had so many duds. But so really, duds. when you look back on every single year, you, you're always looking at like three or four movies that blew your mind that year at most. It's just that people that love movies go into every movie hoping for that potential of that experience you sure. know you sit down thinking what if this is the one that blows my mind or, or makes me feel all these things you know what I'm saying but it was you, a dud and, in, and unfortunately when you feel when you get five duds in a row six duds in a row you mm. start to feel like every unless, movie freaking sucks unless of course it's milk duds <laughs> no, <laughs> stop stop you, you guys already had that that fight but I think the hard the hard <laughs> thing with this year is normally you can rely in the summertime at least on like your big blockbuster popcorn movies to at least be uh, a distraction and even this year those by and large really stunk yeah, which I know, think added you know to the overall malaise of the year giant summer popcorn movie was let's not even talk about it let's not even talk about it it's not worth the time what it was independence day <laughs> no that wasn't what <laughs> i thought you were say. <laughs> no that you, other one you thought you were going with suicide squad yeah i no. didn't even want to bring it up i oh. watched independence day resurgence and i thought oh god what i don't what uh, that makes me that sad right. i had a whole dream about an experience with you guys she did seeing she that wanted movie. so bad for us to get slushies and go see the movie i was into the idea of the slushies and everything i love yeah, a slushie yeah slushies are good. you don't remember because yeah. you're old now so i'm go- i'm i'm looking for that experience that hits you and makes you walk out of the theater talking like crazy about what you just saw you know like the district nine moment and mm-hmm. and you feel like electricity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i'm also looking for that resonance that not doesn't necessarily blow you away at all in the theater but then the next day you're still thinking about it and the next day you can't get it out of your head and then you need to watch it again to see if you understood what you saw um those two things either or or coupled together is how i crafted my list and and it's because of those things in particular the latter that i also have high rise at number 10 hey look at us being friends and liking stuff yeah the same amount i i felt like watching high rise (laughs) you're immediately struck by the visuals because it's it really involved visually and you're yeah. thinking wow yeah. that looks awesome it's a beautiful mix of modern and <laughs> yeah. some sort of mid-century modern yeah retro. Yeah. they like designed like products for the supermarket that's in the high-rise and the design on those itself is so beautiful and there's this really nicely jarring <laughs> uh in introduction of like upsetting things in oh, high-rise yeah. that come out of left field and and kind of shock you which, you know, I'm into that because I like the brutal movies that are so offensive. Yeah. That's why I could oh. totally handle Neon Demon. Ooh. Couldn't handle it. I don't think um, so. But, uh, yeah, I, I, it was one of those movies for me that the next day I was still having a conversation with Abby about it. And I was saying, what do you think this meant? And then the next day, like, oh, I think maybe I figured out this one scene. So even though it might not be the type of movie I'd put in over and over and over again, it, it, was, uh, it stuck with me. Number 10. Great. Patrick, what do you have at number nine? For number nine, I have Don't Breathe. Mm. Did you guys see Don't Breathe? No. Yeah, that I was did, yeah. So here's the thing. It's is enjoyable. If you listen to this podcast, I love comic book movies, but I also really love horror movies. You really do. I love them. And it's hard to find a good one 
that's not too far into just overdoing the blood and the guts. And then the other side is it's just the PG-13 movie that's not even scary anymore. Sure. Yeah. Don't Breathe is almost a perfect balance of that to me. Mm. It's really not over the top. So if you don't like too scary a movie, you can really watch it. But it is really scary. And it's the guy that did the Evil Dead, the newest Evil Dead a few yeah. years ago. So he really cast like the same girl. Yeah. Same girl, yeah. Yeah. So if you like those kind of suspense or horror movies, Don't Breathe is really great. Yeah, really in good. terms of tension, man, Don't Breathe delivered out to Yin Yang. Oh, boy, did it. It's like uh, all the stuff that's always on the boxes of movies, like a nail biter, and you'll be so yeah. tense through that. It, it really did was. You bite your nails? I don't bite my nails, but I did do the thing where you're constantly leaning further back in your seat or putting your hands up to your yeah, face. Yeah, I pull my hood over <laughs> my head tighter when it gets tense, and I did that a lot because it was. <laughs> Stephen Lang was, was great. Yeah, like trying to watch it through your fingers. Yeah, I did yeah, that. That's what Bethany does. I, fu- I fully yeah. shit through the finger. She covered yeah. her face Plants. all through 10 Cloverfield Lane. Because <laughs> I didn't want to be scared. Yeah. <laughs> we should watch Don't Breathe, Bethany. Just oh, my gosh. That would be fun. If you do, I want to be there. Don't, don't watch it without Y'all, me Y'all, I sleep alone at night. So <laughs> it's not, No. I'm not bringing that into my house. All <laughs> <laughs> right, never mind. We can okay. watch it at somebody yeah, else's we'll house. Watch it at yeah, but house. then I gotta go home in the car by myself, That's and true. then get in my yeah. house by myself, and then get in oh, my yeah. bed by myself. You'd be terrified. I r- I ran through my dark house, which is only one room, to get to my bedroom after watching Don't Where Breathe because it was, was so scary. Where mm-hmm. yeah, where my uh, wife a was. A real body. <laughs> she's That's at least that. That. <laughs> <laughs> she's not some she's fake wife from Canada. She's real. You've all met her. She exists. She's not a body pillow. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, what do you have at number nine? My number nine is The Revenant. Mm. Mm. Movie that was Trash. widely released in 2016. And widely overpraised. Am I right? Mm. Well, we did an episode on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, not only did an episode, but it, the motif has run throughout the whole year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was beautiful. It's low on my list, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was well made and well worth the time. You know, if it wasn't for Shin Godzilla, I think The Revenant would be my biggest disappointment. Hmm. All right, Abby, what do you think? (laughs) Number nine. My number nine is The Girl on the Train. Oh, my gosh. That thing was such a piece of turd. Emily Blunt? Emily Blunt. And this is why I actually wasn't going to put it on my list. But then I thought, well, the movie was decent. So You read the (laughs) book, right? I read the book. The book was way better. Yes. But I haven't seen Emily Blunt's she did such a good job and even Josh who didn't like the movie said she played that character. Her performance was amazing. It was amazing. It was utterly convincing. She's great. Okay. She, she is, is good. she is fantastic. She is. She was like a shining little star in the midst of this tur- I, I felt bad for her. I f- you know, she must have invested so much into making this performance believable and she did. It was spot on. Amazing. She was a drunk. She was just a, <laughs> just a brilliant, drunk. horrible alcoholic <laughs> it's, of it's a person. Such a bummer when such great actors and actresses are just caught in bad films. Just yeah, trying to carry obviously it. she didn't know. She went guys, in trying to make a great film. It's not a terrible film. Movie. It's number nine. No, it's like <laughs> you don't have to talk it, about it, it like that. It felt like a lifetime movie to me. <laughs> it's. A, I bet Bethy would have loved bad it. Bad acting, and it was hard to make that movie good because it's. I mean, it was a grocery store it. paperback, but. Sh- that's why sh- I thought her performance made it top 10 for me. Her performance was great. It carried anything that was likable about it. I the think movie. also it's it's going to ha- suffer because it's coming out the year after Gone Girl, a better book directed yeah. by a better director with a better cast. 
It's true. And, the, and it can't not be compared to it because it's so thematically similar. You you would not believe. It's really not similar. I would I would it's bet similar. any amount of money, even though I can't prove this, that conversations were being had on a studio level saying, go watch Fincher's adaptation of Gone Girl and do that for us. Yeah. There was so much of a deliberate, sad effort to recreate the aesthetics, the vibe, the mm-hmm. pacing, the visuals, yeah. and even the score. Danny Elfman I- is absolutely aping Trent Reznor's score. Get uh, out of here, Elfman. I'm like, Elfman, you know how to write. But someone at a studio must have been like, ah, oh, do that uh, Dan- do that Trent Reznor thing. Do you that know? like industrial sounding thing so that Trent does. It was, it, it sucked. <laughs> Just hammer and sitting yeah. steel. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. He doesn't bring industrial. Number nine. Into <laughs> number nine. Bethany, what do you have at number nine? I did Batman vs Superman. Oh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, I can't. I couldn't totally remember it today, <laughs> but <laughs> I remember being super annoyed at the Bobo moment when they're like, "My mom and your mom, or whatever." Why'd you say that name? Yeah, why'd you say that name? Blah. But I really had a good time with the movie. I thought it was pretty, like visually. <laughs> I thought it was like nice, like what Abby it's said. Pretty. And I really like Superman. Mm. He's very shot attractive. fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. And yeah. I don't know. I just better. had a good time. It was a good time. And out of all the movies from this year, it was the one I think I can think about and have thought about and thought, oh, I hope to make another one. Okay. And Henry Cavill is a great Superman. He, he is, is so very convincing. Very beautiful. He got huge <laughs> for the second does one. Very convincing. Mean. He's got You're a big chin dimple and gigantic he, arms. He looks like Superman. Yeah. Okay. He I walked into the casting room and they said, well, the sure, yeah. He might be one of the most handsome people on the planet he really currently. Is. And that also made the movie, too. Because I was like, I hate Superman, yeah. but I like you. I like you. Yeah, he's very kind, kind right in here. his face. He's likable, yeah. He's just, yeah. You Who just do you think's more fit, me or him? Go ahead. I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can't handle it. There are no Matt, viewers. You can say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, let me save your marriage. Matt, what you got at nine? My number nine is... Hunt for the Wilder People. Okay. Oh, yeah. Which is a funny little family dramedy by Taika Waititi, who is a. I was talking to Tyler earlier when we were walking to get some pizza, and I was saying that this director is quickly, for me, becoming like on a on a parallel with Edgar Wright. Like, if I see his name attached to a movie, I'm like, oh, that's going to be enjoyable and funny, and he's starting to develop a certain style that I really enjoy. And um, he, I'm actually more excited for Thor Ragnarok because he's directing it. That's exciting. Yeah, that's a good that's one. That's good. And Sam Neill, how can you go wrong with Sam Neill? Hey, right? And this is one I of know. Sam Neill's best to me. Oh, I agree. He was great in he this. He was so good. At f- hilarious. Yeah. And Same. they did the thing, this movie is so good because they do all the pop cultural jokes and stuff, but yep. it doesn't go too far where it's lame. Yeah. It, it stays right where it's funny. Yeah. So it's good. I'm excited to see it. Haven't haven't seen it it's yet. It's a really good time. Um, I put at number nine the witch. Mm. The witch was so good. And you know, th- it goes kind of back to what w- we were talking about a second ago, where in the theater, Matt and I both had not a negative reaction to the witch, but we didn't. I don't think we knew what we really thought. Do you remember that? Yeah, we walked away and we were we were discussing it. I don't think we landed on one side of the fence or the other yeah. with it. We were like, oh, I definitely liked this about it. I'm yep. confused about these parts, but I couldn't get it out of my head. I thought about yeah. it for days. I um, still think about it, like I, I months well. later. And then I bought it, so I must have. Fl- I hope I liked it. Have you opened it? 
I Patrick did. I let okay, him Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I opened it. I it it was one of those things that felt to me like um uh I hate to be melodramatic about it, but like a call back to sophisticated horror movies of yesteryear, like Roman Polanski, you know, Rosemary's Baby. I was or thinking the exact same thing. Something yeah, like that that made you that kind of when you used to not have to defend horror movies so avidly because right. mm-hmm. there were plenty of like uh, you know, William Friedkin's The Exorcist, or there's lots of smart, sophisticated yes. horror movies that are art house films as well. Absolutely. And they happen to actually be about scary supernatural stuff. Um, those those days seem to be long gone, but The Witch felt like, oh wow, this this feels like those movies again. Yeah, so I really I liked it a ton. And the 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 way they spoke and the way they tried to make it super realistic to the time and not right. updated at all it made it that much more yeah captivating. The, like you were stuck in there with them. Right. You'd think it would work against the movie. All that all that pursuit of authenticity to the like, you know, the family moves to the edge of a spooky forest. In the <laughs> New England folktale. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm remembering that episode of the news. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first episode of yeah. the news. Oh gosh. And how oh, the yeah, Satanic yeah. Temple were really excited <laughs> about it. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. The family living next to a spooky forest. It's gonna usher in a new age of enlightenment. It didn't. Instead, Trump got elected. So you know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the witch had maybe the opposite the effect. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I liked the witch. It was my number nine. Patrick. What do you have at eight? For number eight, I have Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, hey, that's a great movie. Like, yeah, much like Matt. He like you liked it just a little bit more. I liked than it Matt just did. a little bit more, but I feel like we both really liked it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Patrick, I mean Tyler, what do you have at eight? I have Arrival at number eight. Arrival. Denis Villeneuve. That was perfect pronunciation. Thank you. Well done. You've Thank been practicing you. since our Arrival episode. We. We. Merci. Trivia. Merci. Arrival was good. Not great. Good. <laughs> Not the best. Number eight. You you did say that as much in the episode. Yeah, it, it must be something because you got a number eight though of your yeah, fifty-five cool. movies you it was saw. Cool. It was it was cool. good. It was you cool. liked 54. it even better That's than the bad CG water movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Abby, what do you have at number eight? I have Pop Star. Mm, wow, Whoa, Whoa, made it into the top ten. Time. Dang. Yeah. I'm really glad I saw it. Abby is a sucker for a crass comedy, y'all. I'm gonna say put her her business in the street. She is a sucker for a crass comedy. She loves not really Bruno and Borat. <laughs> she <laughs> does <laughs> love those movies. But I also love Andy Samberg. He can do Whoa. no wrong in my eyes. Uh oh. Just as a human? <laughs> as a comedian. Okay. All That's right. A more you see storks? He was the I main haven't. voice in Storks. He was. I yeah. gotta see it. He it's probably not He's as crass as Pop stork. Star. <laughs> <laughs> Pop Star was slightly great. less butt jokes. What about that movie he made with Adam Sandler? Oh, where she also she also likes Adam Sandler. I used a lot. to really, really love Adam Sandler. In fact, yeah, I like Adam when Sandler. I was like, I don't know, maybe twelve, my aim name was Adam Sandler Lover. Wow. <laughs> 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 that is brilliant. <laughs> I'm kind of confused by what? It. <laughs> it a was. glimpse into the preteen life Why? of Abby Porter. You know, I, <laughs> really know. I might have been 13. I don't know. Oh, well, that's <laughs> even worse. <laughs> we need to change your name on the podcast, <laughs> on the website. I mean. have one <laughs> section for <laughs> casual moviegoers, Adam Sandler <laughs> lover. <laughs> But that was the days where people well i don't know about you guys i changed my aim name probably like 10 times a year i don't know what aim is it's like like instant messenger instant messenger it's basically what apple messages has become know about it america online (laughs) come on (laughs) i'm aware of that because if you've got mail yeah 
the best movie. Anyway, <laughs> pop star. It was really funny. And I like SNL and I like Andy Samberg. Yeah, I agree. It was funny. Surprisingly funny. Oh, man. How yeah. got to peep it? It's hard to make. Big laughs. If, if a movie can make you laugh, actually laugh out loud, not just internally, more than a couple of times, that's a pretty big accomplishment. You know, it's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Bethany, what do you got at number eight? Captain America, Civil War. Yeah, that's a good one. It was good. It was a great time. And uh, as we've already discussed at length, the fact that there were so many beefcakes and it didn't hurt, huh? It never hurts. And can you order the beefcakes for us one more time? I can't. I can't because remember I'm torn. I don't know what I feel I about Robert Downey and Bucky. Yeah. Swole Bucky Chris is Evans better is than R- Chris Evans RDJ. is third, though. That's what I do know. He, you put Chris Evans behind RDJ? No. It goes It goes Bucky, He's so Chris Evans, There's something about RDJ. Him. Black Panther, and then like way down there is Hawkeye. What about Thor? Where's hey, I he like in? Hawkeye. Oh, kind of has Thor integrity. Wasn't in Civil War, though. He's kinda, yeah, I could, Thor I could date Hawkeye. Hawkeye. He was in it. He's you handsome. could date Hawkeye. Paul Rudd. He's not my major. Kind of, I just saw a movie with him in it. With who in it? Crap. The Hawkeye guy. Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner. He Arrival? was in Arrival. Yeah, he was in Arrival. Arrival. Yeah. I was yeah. just talking that movie about Arrival. Arrival. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. I liked him. Arrival was cool. Yeah. Abby would pick Paul Rudd. He didn't. He didn't hate it. Of all the beefcakes. I would pick Paul Rudd or Bucky. Yeah. Yeah, Bucky. Um, mm-hmm. Swole Robert Bucky. Downey is funny, but he also could be my dad. Yeah. Like, no, because Robert, Robert Downey doesn't have a I wish he was. tattoo like your dad he does. Is, <laughs> he himself might actually be your dad. <laughs> I, I hope he is. That would be amazing. You, you guys are going to be able to buy that house <laughs> real fast. <laughs> I, I'm more interested in just being inside the Marvel Universe by... Oh, you want him to get him a, you, yeah, get just you a, a part? Yeah, no, I just want to like go to visit the set or something. Oh. Right. So go the, go that green room. Yeah, I want to go visit the set no, of Captain Marvel. Outside. I want to go visit the set of Captain Marvel. So you say, can hey. see Brie Larson. Yeah, I get her autograph and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, Matt. Matt. What do you got at number eight? Number eight, I have um, Nocturnal Animals, which is the second movie from screenwriter and director and fashion designer wait Tom wait ford. He, he's a fashion designer yeah i don't know if you knew this about I tom had ford no idea that tom ford made suits he also makes glasses and uh um makeup as you can see it, throughout the movie because they're wait, in the army guy was your, your no nocturnal animals is my number i tried nine. to see that but it's playing at just one bobo theater here <laughs> it was playing at a real theater and y'all missed it yeah. you you I think you have some, anyway, discrimination problems. Uh-oh. What are you talking about? Uh-oh. Who, me? No, the movie theater thing. Uh-oh. Well, no. you got to be open. This theater is Bobo. <laughs> we walked by it tonight. Yeah, the theater, yeah, it's that, so fun. The theater that's currently playing at in our town is not a good theater experience. It was playing at a better one for a while, and I, I took a long lunch, and I went to see it just before Christmas. If I'm paying for a ticket, like I want to at least know I'm seeing the movie well represented. Yeah, yeah I'll just lovely. wait a few months and see it in my well, house. Well, Port- Portland's limited release uh, movies usually hit... Uh, a particular theater downtown, but they don't last there very long. Right, it was only there for a week or so. Fox? And I, yeah, yeah, Fo- Fox yeah, Fox Tower, which is a great theater, and I'd love to talk more about it on the podcast if they want to give us free stuff. Okay. <laughs> Until then. Until then. Sorry, enough. Fox Tower. Yeah, Nocturnal. It's it's great, and I think um, should have won more awards than it did. Interesting. Well, uh, Aaron Taylor. Mm-hmm. Johnson. Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson yes. just won a Golden Globe for his uh, supporting, supporting actor. role. Well deserved. In Nocturnal Animals. And it is definitely his uh, career best so far. Nah, Kick uh, A. No. Kick A is great. Abby didn't recognize when I told Abby that it was the gentleman from Kick A. Beep. Because it's a clean podcast. 
She said, what? Yeah. Because he so, got hot. so old and muscular no, was he. Yeah. I think in that movie, he looks like he's about 14. Uh, yeah, he is. Oh, really? Well, trying to be. Playing Accepting that, that award, I thought you were like almost 40. He looked... I mean, oddly older. Did he have gray in his beard? Yeah, what and well, he had those very wide Tom Ford lapels <laughs> on his tuxedo. Right. Well, he my my number eight, guys, are you interested in hearing it? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's uh, called Don't Breathe. Oh, I've heard uh, of that. Yeah. Uh, Patrick actually already listened to well, Yeah, we don't need to hear what you have to yeah. say. So, Patrick, what's your number seven? <laughs> <laughs> I like Don't Breathe a lot, but my number seven is The Revenant. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I weird. love the Revenant. Are you sure that wasn't by mistake? That was like a long time ago, though, man. Uh, this, it stuck with me this long. <laughs> it stuck with me. <laughs> My number seven was Deadpool. Way to go, Tyler. Is this the first mention of Deadpool? Or it Abby? is. First mention. Oh, oh Abby. Abby Revenant like in her. Way to go, You haven't Tyler. seen Deadpool? Mm-hmm. Tyler's not oh too snooty God. to put Deadpool in his top no. ten. No. No. Didn't I like Deadpool. Didn't y'all really love it? You no. all really loved Deadpool. It was very offensive. It was... It, it broke the paradigm of superhero films, and I really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. It was clever and um, funny, but not altogether that entertaining. But great. Well, it's enough to make it yeah, right into your seven. top ten of the 54 mm-hmm. that you saw. That's right. Wow. Pretty prestigious. Mm-hmm. Abby, what do you got at number seven? Up, Deadpool. I have Green Room. Mm, Green nice. Room. Which I believe is another movie I really didn't want to see. And Josh said, please just watch the first ten minutes. And that's how I, I trick her a lot. That's smart. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent ploy. <laughs> <laughs> Green Room Did is a great movie. Did you guys do a movie. podcast on Green Room? No. no I, I wrote a blog after seeing Green Room. Right. I must watch. To go see it. I said must watch yeah, Green Room. Green Room I thought was actually really great. Um, and it made me have anxiety yeah, like yeah. out the yin yang. Oh. Yin yang I was actually That is the sweating. worst of all anxieties <laughs> is the yin yang kind. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Uh, very great. Yeah, yeah it's about a great. punk rock band trying to get back home who ends up playing a show for neo Nazis. Oh, uh, it's all so good. I have nightmares like that <laughs> <laughs> about so being in a punk is, rock band and playing a show like a for you Nazis. Know how, when you feel like trapped in a plate and you oh, try to figure yeah. out how to get out. And Oof, God, it's wonderful. No. Uh-uh. It's oh yeah, you'd hate it, but it's great. Hey, look who just walked in, everyone. Hey. Hey. Oh, hey. hey. How's it going? <laughs> hey, it's hey. Mike. Hey. Mike Jensen just walked into the room. <laughs> hey, Mike. What an exciting turn of events. Hey, Mike, you didn't happen to walk into this room with a list of your top 10 favorite films of 2016, did you? Well, let me jump in my pockets. Jingle, jingle. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> it. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Oh, God. That was crazy. <laughs> that was you moving your keys? Yeah. Well, yeah how, much you, how much do you think it'll be to get some real Foley artists <laughs> in here? Oh, it just takes time. Jingle, and I'm jingle is more than enough. Jingle, jingle. I thought that was funny. Can we get some <laughs> real keys like or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, some jingle, jingle will suffice. And there was like crumpling paper. Like right, <laughs> like a receipt. How come you actually just pronounced the word jingle, but then you made the other sounds with him like... He said crumpling paper. Crumpling paper, crumpling okay. paper. <laughs> crumple, crumple. <laughs> crumple, crumple. And what's the answer? Uh, yeah, I just found it. Oh, good. It was oh, on my shoot, phone, actually. <laughs> this whole right. time. <laughs> give that's perfect. Us. Give Listen. us, give us t- 10 to, what are we on? Six? Seven. Seven. It's 10, 9, 8, and 7. Now, I scribbled this. Okay. And I can't think this is right, but I'm just going to say what's next to the numbers. <laughs> you wait, 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 wait. You're holding your phone. How did you scribble this? <laughs> he took a photo of this it, is which is a viable option wrote, with an iPhone. You wrote this with a pencil and then took a photo? It was a pen. 
Okay. Oh, that doesn't. I'm sorry. That makes it so much better. Yeah. You're right. Well, if you wrote it permanently this and is, took a photo. This is 2017. <laughs> I respect you. I yeah. sometimes I write stuff down. <laughs> no, Listen, Bethany's I, was worse. She she typed her list earlier on my laptop, and then instead of texting it to her, she took a photo with her <laughs> phone of my screen. Great. Yeah, right. I totally fast, respect that. Efficient. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> is it efficient? Is it fast? I it don't. Was yeah, quick. if you're just scribbling. Not now. It's taking up we so really much time. Mike, what are your <laughs> movies? All right. Number so, 10. Yes. Ten. Mike Jensen, number 10. This cannot be right, but I wrote it down. Uh, Civil War. <laughs> Civil War. <laughs> okay. Uh, nine. You know, See, Captain America Civil War. Yes. Yeah. Not like the it says, Civil War. It says CA. So Captain yeah. America oh, Civil sure. War. Okay. Uh, Star Trek Beyond, number nine. What? That cannot be right, <laughs> but I wrote it down. <laughs> that can't be. <laughs> How are you? Did mistake? you write it down? I wrote it down, so it is true. Okay. Did you yeah. like the movie? <laughs> I only saw 13 movies this year. <laughs> <laughs> 13? Oh, oh, oh no. That's so cute. This Can is I, my favorite. Let me Who read, let him in the door? <laughs> let me read, let me quickly read the three that didn't even make the cut. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. The, the Shallows? Okay. That movie was garbage. I had a good time watching the, it. it. The Shark make movie? The yeah. yeah. It was actually alright. Yeah, it's yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. But uh, Suicide Squad good. didn't make the cut. Of course. And no. Ghostbusters. Yeah. There you go. Okay, that's good. Okay, so where was I? But uh, Star sorry, Trek Beyond. You just said Star Trek Beyond. Over um, Ghostbusters? Yeah. No, that's wrong. Yeah, easily. Uh, Star Trek Beyond 9. Uh, 8, Jason Bourne. Okay. okay. You, you need 7. Yeah, you were on that episode. Yeah, I'm seven. so attracted uh, to that 7, uh, we all know. Batman v Superman. Okay, okay. great. Okay. Okay. So, Bethy, what was your number seven? Okay. All right. Now we're all caught now up. Now we're all caught up. Thank God you had that list with you. Yeah. That goodness. pen list. <laughs> um, I had Swiss Army Man. And number wow, seven. Wow, I'm surprised yeah. to find it so low. Because the other day when we said, Bethany, you got to make a list for your yeah. for the episode. She said, I'll tell you what. And I quote, because it's one of my favorite Bethany quotes of the year so far. Or I guess it was of that year. She said, I tell you what, my number one's about to be that Tootin' movie. I'm serious. as a heart attack. That Tootin' movie. She had a little spit cup at the time. She had just a big polystyrene mug of boiled peanuts. No, what did you say at the beginning of this, that you formed your list based on the psychological nature of these films? Yeah, I really enjoyed Swiss Army Man. Yeah, that was psychological. You know what? I bet I would change flip it with this other one that I was going to do now and no, make it no, number no, six. No, no changes. But, but I'm just saying. Like you now can't change a photo okay. of, a, of a laptop. You're right. <laughs> you're right you, I can't. You can, I can because you're a Photoshop guy. Yeah, you're I, a Photoshop I'm guy. Photoshop <laughs> guy. Maybe he Photoshopped that picture. Photoshop right. We don't know. I like that. Matt. Number seven. Mm-hmm. My number seven was also a Swiss Army Man. Wow. Twinsies. Friends. Look at how we're friends. And we thought that soundtrack was righteous. It was great. It was, it was a good it soundtrack. It was a great ah. movie. I really like it. It was pretty fun. Okay. I liked it. Uh, my number seven. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick <laughs> shaking his head over here. He, he didn't like it. Well, was Walt Disney Pictures Presents Rogue One a Star Wars story? Um. Seven. Seven. Yeah, I really, unlike um, some of these guys who try to act too tough and too cool for Star Wars, I actually really love Star Wars quite a bit. Matt doesn't like Star Wars. Um, I like Star Wars. I don't like the hype that surrounds Star Wars. Oh, I do. I like contributing to it and participating Mm -hmm. in it. It's like going to theme garbage. Yeah. Except for the trailers. Except for the, yeah, trailers. But I like to get excited about Star Wars is what I'm saying. And I like (laughs) to, (laughs) I like to get so excited about Star Wars. And I really did (laughs) love Rogue One, as I mentioned. um, Mm Mm-hmm. In the episode, but the the tough thing about having a Star <laughs> Wars movie in the list 
is that it, I feel like it's nearly impossible for me as a big Star Wars fan now to differentiate w- the movie itself from Star Wars. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why it's not higher yeah. on my list because yeah. I went away being thrilled with it. I was like, man, that was so awesome. It was cool. W- what fun to see another Star Wars movie that's actually a good Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But part of it is just ra- hopelessly tethered to A-T-S-T's, the fact that I like. ATSTs. <laughs> exactly. I was being that guy. I, was being, <laughs> I clapped when I saw Darth Vader. <laughs> so. Yeah. There you go. Number but you seven. didn't I clap because why was. would you clap in the middle of a movie because you're not a knucklehead? <laughs> no, I didn't clap. No, but, gosh, but I did feel those behavior. fan feelings sure. you know, to see like, oh, look, a walker. But you, you didn't know. cheer when I, you uh, saw a dead pilot from the 70s like some people did. I didn't. Because no. rain that stuff in <laughs> I, people. I smiled Behave happily. yourself. And I, I went about watching yeah, it. My it's wife, a public space. My wife said that uh, that girl from Rogue One was too mousy. She is so, so... Out of love with her, I like her. She can't Out stand her. You know, too mousy. Too mousy. Has Rogue, she says too mousy. Has Rogue One been mentioned on the list? I, 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 made, I made it an, an honorable, honorable mention. mention. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Did, did it? Uh, so I listened to y'all's episode on it, which I thought was great. Thanks, and I brought up some good points. So then I went back. I've seen it twice. I went back and watched the trailers, and I was like bummed. I still enjoy the movie, but now I'm like the director's oh, cut of all is that. going to be better. Yeah. Oh, because of like exists. the cool Tie Fighter shot. Yeah, and just all Jean that Erso stuff. turning around in a corridor. Yeah, and all the conversation that was there from uh, old what's his face. Do you so think we'll yeah. get a director's cut? K two S. No, no. I don't think Disney will let them do that. Disney never no. lets a director's cut come out. Patrick, yeah. we've made it round the horn. Now you're at number six. My number six is The Witch, mm. which we talked about a second ago. Great movie. Very scary. Did you like? L- feel really strongly about it right away or did you need to sleep on it what was your experience yeah so these like he was saying these guys had uh they came out and they said they didn't know what they thought about it but they recommended it and then i watched it at my house and it was very scary in the dark and i (laughs) (laughs) spooky (laughs) no she can't watch the scary movie she Mm -hmm. has the night terrors so Mm -hmm. i was watching it and then uh as soon as my first viewing i enjoyed right away and gave it the I gave it like five. You gave it four, four, four kicks. Yeah, which it was just really high, and I gave that right away because I just thought it was really good. First impression was great for me. Hmm. The witch, the witch, Tyler. Watch it. The Vivitch. Unless you have the six. night terrors. Yeah, yeah. don't watch. Don't it. If you have the night terrors, don't or watch live it. alone. Tyler, yeah. wake up. Number six. My number six is Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, like these guys also. Yeah. But you I liked it, it even more. It Wasn't good, it a huh? good time? Yeah. The, uh, the but not to Matt, because this he, dude, you guys like Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, yeah. Y-T-T, yeah. Fantastic. He did. Waititi? Well, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Yeah, he did What We Do in the Shadows and Eagle versus Shark. You know, he's a Kiwi, so he's got this quirky style. Oh, yes. Is it a cartoon? No. No. He's got a lovely cameo in it. Quirky. Yeah, he's the funeral home preacher. Preacher. Hmm. Um, but it's this it's it's quirky and it's kiwi and so all, they've got crazy accents and the Murray the from home. Flight of the Concords is in it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he shows up. It's a lot of fun. That's I, I thought fantastic. it was Bethany, you would really like that movie. Yeah, Bethany, you would yeah, enjoy I'm it. I'm looking at it. It's about a foster kid. Oh, no. No, in a good lovely wonderful way. Okay. Yeah, and it's, it's got ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a kind of a Dang, coming of age bonding film. I it won't say too much because I haven't seen it. Okay, uh, it was fun. Okay, I, I enjoyed it. Is I, it I on? thought that it was I the, can rent it. the yeah. right amount of of dramatic and dark with fun and, and charming. Cool. Yes, 
right. I'll <laughs> cool. take that. All right. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll watch <clears throat> it. Great. Mike, we've made it back to you. Hey. And thanks to the list that you have in your pocket, you can tell us what your number six is. Deadpool. Yeah. There so you go. there it is. Six. Number yeah. six. All right. Seen it once. It was good. <laughs> right. We can't. I enjoyed it. <laughs> we can't. Like, uh, something we keep saying to Tyler is like, oh, well, you must have liked it because out of the 54 movies you saw, you included on your list. You you didn't have a ton to draw from, but you we know you at least liked it more than... Uh, Ghostbusters. <laughs> right. Eight, eight other movies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, quickly on it, I felt that there was a lot of uh, comic book nerd hype attached to it. Almost like the feeling of like a mini Star Wars kind of thing. Yes. But my friends are comic book nerd people, and they were really crunk on it. And then it led me to hear that. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go in here and say, I like Ryan Reynolds. Give it to me. And he did. It was Ooh. good. He did. Uh, <laughs> Give it to me. Give it to me, I Reynolds. It. <laughs> Give it to me. Abby, what do you have at your number six? I have Zootopia. Wow, Zootopia made it into the episode. Classic okay. mom choice. What? <laughs> no one else has it. He <laughs> said classic mom Mike choice. <laughs> did you uh <laughs> did you get that it had a like a subtle underlying message? It's it does. Did yeah, you know it's about diversity? It is that is. what it is? I felt like they were saying something. I didn't realize it was about a that until few. they said something at the Golden Globes. There was it's a diversity. few subtle yeah. things. Yeah, a couple of hints. I definitely, like on the third or fourth viewing, picked up that there was a message in there somewhere. It took <laughs> you three or four yeah, you're, being, you're being facetious. It's so subtle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so pretty subtle. much knocks yes. you up the head, but yeah. I still like yeah. it. Punches you in the face. Yeah, it I think it's good. It I think we need that. Very thinly <laughs> veiled. Yeah. Very thinly veiled, but... Yeah. It is a pretty strong storyline and don't you think very, very appropriate for kids to don't learn. Don't you from. think as a human that has tiny humans? Yeah, absolutely. That that's important I, for them I, to grow up with a movie like that? I love that my kids w- sure. are watching it and learning these values. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it is. Yeah, we're teasing it. But honestly, Zootopia's very heavy-handed message, they pull it off in a way that feels charming. Yeah, it's a good much better yeah. than that penguins one. Remember that penguins cartoon one about the environment? I thought that was March terrible. Oh no, no, no. happy feet, happy, happy feet, feet. happy God, feet. Yeah. Just the yeah, that was freaking up. So but happy but feet. I thought Zootopia <laughs> was a great contrast yeah. too. Yeah, and it's funny. Yeah. It's really mm-hmm. Josh, who's hating on it, apparently. No, I like it a lot. Probably. 400 times a day. Part of that is because <laughs> it's seared into my yeah. brain. It's we played it in my lot. house dozens of times. It's not an exaggeration. Yeah. Dozens and dozens My kids of times. keep singing that song from Shakira. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. we have a little dance party <laughs> <Yeah>. regular. <laughs> <laughs> She's a giraffe or something or a flamingo. Gazelle. Or a gazelle. gazelle. It's, it's her name. Gazelle. Close. Shakira. <laughs> She's like a crocodile. She got <laughs> the character named Gazelle was a gazelle. Ah, <laughs> was she named name? Gazelle, not Giselle? You mean Giselle was it was Gazelle. Shakira. Oh, Giselle. Some yeah. people, I know it was Shakira. Abby. <laughs> Some people say that Zootopia marks a re- renaissance for Disney animated movies. They say Zootopia does. Oh, they were saying that about Frozen. Well, they're saying that Zootopia feels like it's settled that Disney's oh, okay. back in the it's swing back. of making good, self-sufficient animated movies, sure. not just Farm Zootopia and Mouse. Great. Pixar. Good. Number six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, way to go, Bethany. What do you have at number six? <laughs> I have a movie called Cafe Society by Woody Allen. Oh, that one. The Woody with Allen um, flick. Woody. Mm-hmm. Jesse. Who's yep. the dude in Eisenberg? Oh, Jesse Eisenberg. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and Steve Carell. 
Yeah, I wanted to see that. Was yeah. that any, uh, clearly it was good. It was great. I really enjoyed Kristen it. Blake Stewart. Lively's in it. Kristen Stewart's in it. Who surprises me? Because man, that trailer made me want to pull my hair out and cry. Yeah, I. It wasn't like well, it was a beautiful. It was just a beautiful visually, a beautiful movie. It's about Hollywood in the twenties. Yeah, it was great. It was really fun. Yeah, I had a great time. Thirties cafe. Thirties. I okay. still. Th- I might switch to Sorry Man with that one, but. No, it's too late. You said it. Yeah, I know. All right, it's in the archives forever. Yeah. Matt, number six. Number six. Same as Patrick. I have The Witch at number six. Mm. Witch Strong. The Vavitch. Strong, strong in the Witch. Spooky Lydia. Woods. Um, at number six, <laughs> I have The Invitation. Uh, oh, That's higher than Patrick had it. I it is. I see that. It is. It really, I, it was, I think part of it for me was how much it surprised me. I went into it thinking, this would probably be a neat little movie. And I was really impacted by it. It kept me guessing. I thought it was really horrifying. Yeah. Um, it really left an impact on me. And I went into it just thinking that I was going to see something kind of clever and interesting. So. It's one of those that also has just a great balance. Guys, uh, Mike just picked up a pen. <laughs> Mike just picked up a pen as if he was going to write on his phone screen. <laughs> because the, the list is a picture. <laughs> 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 I looked over at Matt and I was like, did you see that? <laughs> Mike was about to show him right on his phone because he thought it was real. <laughs> Alright. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to to reiterate the story properly, Mike went to make a note on his notes on and his he, list. On his list, which is on his phone, and he picked up an ink pen and to only realized on when the pen was touching the phone. phone I, had, I had to take it right at it and was like, This is my you, phone. Yeah. Don't don't write on your screen, man. Man, that's some H D uh, photographs on that big no, screen. It's not even a good photo. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, the the invitation really hit me. It's really good. All right, Patrick, what's your number five? Dang it, man. Number five is, hold on. You haven't memorized your list? If you would have taken a picture of a phone. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we'd be fine. It's uh, Batman vs. Superman. Dawn of Justice. (laughs) I forgot about all this. Awful. I really liked it. I love Zack Snyder movies, and I really love this one. I think... And we all kind of we've all given this positive reviews, but people hate on it. And I don't think it's fair. I think it's a really great movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. number five, I'd say. Maybe too high. Tyler, what do you got? Number five, you do better. My, <laughs> my number five is uh, Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. I haven't seen it. I don't don't shake your head. Nah. I, I think it's. <laughs> Did you way watch worthy. it? Yep. You seen it? Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. Contention. Uh, contention. You want to hear? A, you want to hear a knucklehead story real quick? Yeah, as long as there's, there's not spoilers for Manchester by the no, Sea. No, it has nothing to do Kay. with them. So uh, I went and saw Manchester <laughs> by the Sea, and I bought my tickets online using Fandango so I could get that get that perfect seat, you know? Yeah. Of course. There's, there's the perfect seat in the theater that I call Screen King. Yeah. I call it that, yeah. It's it's, uh, I coined this term called Screen King, <laughs> and the, you got to sit on your throne to be the Screen King. Josiah right. actually. So I got this front row seat. You it's know, where D6 it, or D7. Mm-hmm. Normally, okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just saying, that's not right. It's D eight. Uh, <laughs> that's too far to the right. But uh, <laughs> but it's it's the Nerds. middle seat and the front row of the back section, so you can put your feet up on the bars and mm-hmm. all that. I walk in because I got my tickets online and had my assigned seat, and there was some dude sitting there in your assigned seat in that seat. Garbage. The theater was next to empty. Yeah, but he was sitting in that seat, so I I had to I had to make the decision: do I just let him have it? Or do I fight to become Screen King? <laughs> what did you do? Tell me. You I went up and I said, hey, man, you're in my seat. And without even saying anything, without r- replying, he grabbed his stuff and he bolted. 
out of the theater. No, way up into the back. <coughs> oh yeah, get back there. He he knew he, he was double dipping. Aren't you glad you did it? But he was hopeful. Yeah. I he mean, you got to give it to the guy. He was just hoping. No, he, wouldn't come he hadn't in bought a ticket. He, he was double dipping. He'd been he in another been. movie. No, I don't know. Double yeah, dipping. double dip. Y'all seen what this man looks like? If Tyler came up to me and said, "You're in my seat," That's I would true. get up and run. Tyler's away nine too. foot tall. <laughs> He's a big dude. But this guy's bigger than my face. This guy had the guts to take that best seat in the theater when he clearly. But maybe we need to give him a little ticket. bit of kudos of like, yeah. Hey, right. Maybe he loves movies and he, he wanted to. Yeah. But he ran up to the back and he sat off center. Oh, so he knew he went he from the best to worst. And I thought, what is this guy doing? He is now just, you're now you're worried <laughs> about his experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. You want my seat? <laughs> yeah, man. Come sit like buffer seat one away from me. All right. Yeah. So anyway, number number five. Nah, it's Manchester. Manchester by the, by the Sea. Yeah. A, Beautiful. Yeah, it's just it's a really really well made film. Heartbreaking, like Matt said. He apparently Matt cried during it. I, I wept. I didn't cry. Three different points. It's it's a very strong and emotive film. I have so many things I'm going to say, but I'll save it for when it comes up yeah. on my list. Okay, but don't say stuff about the movie. But I want to. You haven't I seen know, it. I haven't no, seen these it boys haven't seen it. We can't spoil okay, it. But I'll say other things about it. Okay, but would you be careful and sensitive? Of course, I'm always careful and sensitive. <laughs> Are you? Yes. Oh, okay. It was good to see Casey Affleck win for that role. Yeah, I like him. Who doesn't like Casey Affleck? He's I good. was Burr's so attracted to him in that movie. Casey Affleck. Yeah, he was uh, hot in the movie. Let's not get her Every started. Every man in the movie was hot to me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. Because it's the dad from Friday Night Lights, isn't it? Sure, yeah. Love we all know who that him. is. Yeah, I've never seen that TV show or movie. He's right. from he's from that show with the newspaper that showed up a day early, and then he'd go and try and like Newsies? save people. No, he's not. Is he? Yeah, it's like something Morning Post or something. Anyway. Oh, for God's sake, Mike! <laughs> what do you got at number five? Uh, another quick sidebar. I remember the fourteenth movie I saw. Oh, what that's was what it? I was going for. It was The Infiltrator, and it would have made it in my top ten. Except you forgot about Except it. Except I forgot to write it down. Thus, the I was going for it. It was Brian uh, Cranston little thing. Yeah, it oh, came yeah. out really early in the year. No, it was a summer flick. <laughs> okay, cool. It came out <laughs> in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Under the radar, but it was good. But what, what do you have at number five? Zootopia. So Zootopia. Trying to sing. Wow. You sound Shakira. like Cher, <laughs> not Shakira. A little bit. I can hear you. Shakira is too country. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to sing. Anyway, it was good. It was good. And uh, Ida likes it a lot, so we watch it a lot. Ida too. is yeah. your daughter. Ida's my yeah. daughter. She's yeah. too. She says, Foxy. Foxy. Whoa, what? <laughs> 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 you can edit that. It's supposed to be Foxy. <laughs> <laughs> did she say it wrong or did you say it wrong? A mix. <laughs> <laughs> Both oh and. Oh, gosh. Abby, please. Abby, Abby, take us into number five. Number five for me is Rogue One. Okay. Star Wars yeah. story. She wasn't too mousy for you? I like her a lot. I don't. Ugh. I'm not out of love with her. I'm also not in love with her. <laughs> but mm. she also didn't. Are you on a break? The movie. So, <laughs> uh, That's true. I really like it. <laughs> I think I talked about it on the episode why I liked it. I think that the familial themes were beautiful. Mm, nice. You did like that dad part. Yeah. yeah. I did. did. Does Sarah realize that Felicity didn't write and direct the movie? Yeah. Okay. She just just make sure. Because Abby says that that's, that's perspective. She's too mousy. Okay. So Fair. this poor girl is just trying to make a living. She's too mousy, though. <laughs> She's just trying to make a living out there, man. Felicity yeah. Jones, I think. Is I don't know if that's the word I'd use for. 
What does that even mean? Mousy, I think of like demure, quiet. Her head's too small for her body. No, no she, she looks like a mouse. Physically looks like she a mouse. She got big front teeth like a mouse. Oh my gosh, Sarah, that's awful. <laughs> Sarah, she's, look like she's, holding her, she's holding her. Sarah, she's holding her personal appearance against <laughs> yeah. her. She yeah. can't help that. I do. <laughs> I've tried. Sarah says, "Not nah, too mousy." Sarah, you got to be ashamed of yourself. No, I appreciate Sarah's I think she's candor. Really In fact, yeah, I thought she was attractive. We should all. Look all right, Jen Urso. Did you say we should all look like her? We should. <laughs> but boys okay. and girls? I'll do sure. my best. Yeah, I well, I guess. She's kind of plain. I appreciate that. She's not some bimbo lead. Book. Yeah, Sarah. Sarah just wanted it to be Sarah, some bimbo. Sarah. Yeah, Sarah, geez. Like Sarah, she's a bimbo. Totally. Sarah's a totally. total bimbo. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that girl. Shots fired. Bethany Allen, what do you have at number five? Well, does nobody's going to have heard of this one. But it's called Love and Friendship. <laughs> I've heard of it. It's a Jane Austen movie. Ooh, yeah. 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 Don't I care about it, it, but I've heard of it. I anything Jane Austen a ton. And Kate uh, Beckinsale was in it. The Liege is amazing. And a bunch of other British I like actors Kate and actresses who I love. And my friend who saw it with me <laughs> said. She was in Click. She's a girl. It was like the only thing <laughs> worth watching in Click. She said, she's in those underworld movies. Kay. Goodness. <laughs> True number five. <laughs> <laughs> Your friend said. No, it doesn't matter. Would you please say it? It just. She just said there are so many words in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so she didn't care for it. So maybe you guys oh. won't care for. It. I'm just trying to prep the people who think there might be too many words in, in that, that movie <laughs> based on a <laughs> novel. Words. That was there were too many words. I'm glad that we, words. we went back to get that. I thought that was so weird. Uh, my number five uh, is Moana. Man, mm-hmm. I stink I it. I am Moana. Yeah. I no, you're not. Wait, no, you're Tyler. Is that a real song from it? Yes. Because yeah. that um, sounds it's, well, it's, it's a line from a song. It's a very she climactic that point. She no, is her name. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's too many words in your Bethany, number five. Why are you attacking movie you haven't seen? I'm Moana not. is a strong female character. It is. You it is a feminist wonderland. It is so empowering to young women. Well, how do you know that I care about that so deeply? Ugh, you're a woman, right? and you're I young. Guess that's, I guess I shouldn't assume. I do care Listen, that people feel empowered. She knows her name. Listen to the song. I am Moana. What's it mean? <laughs> Don't sing it like that without. <laughs> 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 Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen yeah, it. I took I my I took my um, daughter who is on a seven day. and my no because that's weird, <laughs> um, and my son who is nearly four and my wife. I didn't take my wife. How old she? Her. She's the age that she is, and uh, we went to see. Made it, it sound weird like she's too young. No, or she's old, not. Like she's 45. she's clearly the correct age to be my wife, but it's not my place to discuss correct. my okay. wife's well, age I mean, in public. Getting weirder. Yeah. Getting weirder. <laughs> 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 she's two years younger than I am. So. She's a hag. Um, <laughs> that is not true. She's the best one. And uh, we went to see it, and the kids loved it, and I loved it, and they got Moana Legos for Christmas from Santa Claus, and it's become a staple in our household, and it's just a really amazing, brilliant film. Hey, I don't doubt that it's it's probably good, but, it, man, it's hard for me to believe it should be this up high. Uh, well, you haven't seen list. it, so That's you true. don't know. Like Uh-oh. Lion King? I'm just Aladdin? Shot yeah, Aladdin? it's... He's getting, and now as he's getting really defensive. As the Lion King. Shots fired. Now wow. he's getting really defensive. Like yeah. it doesn't just <laughs> defend itself. So oh, it does. Go see it. Mm. I don't know. You'll man. realize. You'll rewrite your list to put Moana. I don't know. It feels a little too high. You know. Oh. A little too high. All right. Yeah. He has seen it. I mean, maybe it's yeah, good though. I saw yeah. it. I liked it. Yeah, it's yeah, great. It's, good. it's, it's better okay. than Frozen. We'll see. Way better than Frozen. It's better than Zootopia. We're not to number one yet, so we'll see where Tyler's gets. 
Tyler puts them all in. Oh, sorry. Moana's not on my list. Uh, <laughs> but I liked it. Yeah. Uh, do you guys feel like Frozen is thematically appropriate for its target <laughs> audience? <laughs> Let's go, Betty. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> the ultimate flashback. At number five, I have Captain America Civil War. Really enjoyed it. Very entertained. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm fatigued because I was every bit as excited to see. That. That's not exactly true. I, my clear, undiluted anticipation for these movies is a bit tapered off at this point now i'm just like oh i forgot that's out yeah heck yeah and then i go see it and i love it yeah and uh i didn't find myself putting it in as many times as i thought i would after buying it but i did watch it again and i did really love it number five civil war mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. patrick what do you have at number four interestingly <laughs> oh, shoot. my number four is captain america civil war and w- when i came out of the theater i was like I felt like that. I was like, yeah, I've seen these a, a lot and I love them, but I'm, I'm starting to feel a little fatigued, which is a lot for me because I just really love them. But <laughs> when I got the Blu-ray, I did put it in a lot and I appreciated it more okay. as I went. So I got it at Here number four. I guess that was interesting. That was an interesting piece of knowledge. Great. Tyler, <coughs> what do you have at number four of your top 10 movies for 2016? My number four, La La Land. Oh, yeah, yeah okay i really want to see it so sing bad. a song from that one and my mom said the oh, wait, choreography is beautiful <sighs> oh belinda you're right there with belinda who was Look a choreographer you know. professionally so Uh-oh. oh that like i haven't seen something. it i want to. she's not like bobo yeah i i thought it was great it's obviously a musical and it, it swept the golden globe so everyone seems to be sick of hearing about it already yeah but i thought it's a it was love like letter to hollywood that hollywood seemed to really love weird uh, uh, Have you seen it? Well, yeah, it's it's no. a story. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's a story about young, young entertainers trying to make a name for themselves in Hollywood. Like okay. White Christmas? Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had to watch n- that. No, not like White Christmas. Um, but it is it is a musical, and I and I do enjoy old. Mm-hmm. Fashions, uh, cinema, and this is a. a I just love that about homage you. Homage to oh that. Gosh. I do. It's it's yeah it's in the vein of like singing in the rain. Or Ugh, that's one of the all-time classic best movies in the world. Yeah, Clockwork that's why I'm excited Orange. to see it, and I, I think love people Clockwork who have Orange. that kind of <laughs> interest is going to really care about La La Land. I thought it was fun, and Ryan Gosling was charming, and Emma Stone was funny, and it was good. It was a it was a fantastic mix of uh, nostalgia and the future. So it was was it a nod to old Hollywood? Yeah. Oh, love that. Was. Uh, and it was number three or four for you? Four. Okay. Y'all need to see it else, before Bethany? your little grumpy faces. I'll s- I'm yeah. not grumpy, Stay but like I want to see it. I'll, I'll see it at some point. Okay. I'll absolutely watch it. I like that director quite a bit. Okay. You might love it. What Matt if you were adoring it, it and I you just, just feel okay. overwhelmed it's by the that same, It's that same thing with Star Wars. It's just got too much hype, y'all. I whiplash, that's right? not fair though I will genuinely yeah, sit down hoping to love it that's how I go into that's how I try to go into every movie I sit down wanting to like it that's what I'm going to do I will say this uh, I you know I saw a trailer because I didn't know that it, what it was when it started playing and my opinion of the trailer was god that looks bad but maybe I'm totally wrong so I you mean, might hate it it, it might be the opposite of the accountant that's true. <laughs> the trailer Maybe might be garbage and you're going to be like, oh, this is amazing. Uh, it's changed my life. All right, Mike. What do you got at number four? Rogue. One. Mm. Oh, I enjoyed Rogue. It. Yeah. Uh, and I already spoke on it. Like, I saw it twice. I listened to y'all's episode. I enjoyed the episode. And I appreciate after watching, that. Yeah. yeah. After Thanks, watching man. the trailer. You're the reason though, that we do this. 
Japan. <laughs> it makes me feel so good. Uh, after watching the trailer, though, I was slightly disappointed, which is a weird feeling to have after watching a movie you like. Because I like movies that are a little harsh, and that one was a little dark. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I need it a little bit more. If Maybe I can get for, it. Knowing that I could have gotten more, I was like, hmm. You don't know that you could have gotten more. It's just some shots in a trailer. Knowing a possibility of getting more is just enough. (laughs) (laughs) Everything lets me down. (laughs) (laughs) Things always could have been better. Abby, what do you got at number four? Um, This is funny because Tyler is completely to thank for this, but Hell or High Water is my number four. There you go. And I would say I really enjoyed it while I watched it, but... I seriously cannot stop thinking about it. I don't know why. <laughs> what did you like about it? Was it is it that family stuff again? I don't know. I just thought it was so interesting, like the brothers' dynamic. It's uh, Chris Pine and Ben Foster, and they are a great duo. They work so well. They together. act yeah. incredibly well together. Which yeah. is so because that is not like if you would have said like it's a western, cops and robbers, I would have been like never want to see that. Mm. I didn't really know what it was about. I think I might have seen the trailer. But Jeff Bridges, though. Ooh, that guy is an, inter- so an eternal good. Jeff Bridges wonder. is getting to the point where it just feels like they say, come do that thing you do. And he shows <laughs> up and he marble mouths through the whole... B- I mean, he's great. He's really entertaining. I'll take it. But you know what I mean? It's dies. almost like Tommy Lee Jones. Come be Tommy Lee Jones for the Jeff Bridges. <laughs> it's funny that you say Tommy Lee Jones because... Jeff Bridges plays a character very similar to what Tommy Lee Jones played in a movie very similar to Hell Water, oh, Hell no, Water yeah. called No Country for Old Men. I mean, it is. Really? Incre- it's incredibly similar and better. Is it that? Is No Country for Old Men? I don't know if I've seen it. It's kind of, I felt like this it's movie was old, lighthearted in a way. It was like. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. No Country for Old Men is an old retired detective hunting down a criminal who's on the run in the Wild West. Okay. Texas. I'm confused about your country and where the Wild West was. No Country for Old is. Men takes itself very seriously. It thinks it's better than it is. Hell or High Water doesn't have that problem. Yeah, I just thought it was really entertaining, and for some reason it really stuck with me. And I think it went places that I wasn't expecting it to go, and it was like, like kind of emotional Texas. ways, and you're kind of like rooting for these people that are... Yeah, money. they the the brothers they they actually uh, seem to capture that that dynamic really well. Yeah, they were excellent antiheroes. I would highly, highly recommend it, even if you don't. Jeez, guys! Like that. Whoa, get out there and see I'll how say this, though, the she Blu-ray loves the Blu-ray cover is lame. It is <laughs> yeah, bad. It's bad Blu-ray art. Blu-ray covers are the, some of the worst places for design. Did in the it whole even world. come out in theaters? Oh, I guess yeah, it did. I saw it in theaters. Yeah, saw it it in theaters with your dad. Really under the radar. I thought I'd never heard it of was, it. It was, yeah. But she is a casual moviegoer. Right. I watch a lot of trailers. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's fair. I'm saying the lover. Bethany, what do you have at number four? I'm afraid of the ridic- ridicule, but I really liked Florence Foster Jenkins. So I don't that think anyone else four. here saw that. It was one of the it. most entertaining movies I've seen in a long time. I am a huge, I know, Josh, you were not, but I'm a huge Meryl Streep fan, and she was awesome. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a really fun nod to like the old days kind of movies. And I saw it twice and I liked it. Well, I saw it in the theaters with my mom and then I watched it when I was home at Christmas with my dad Mm, and both my parents loved it. The whole round. (laughs) Yeah. And I, it was just a really fun movie and it, it did tap into some emotional things that I thought were really great. So for those reasons, it's your number four. It's my number four. Matt Hughes, do you also have Florence Foster Jenkins at number four? I, I do not. 
Okay. Maybe it's my number one. Maybe I'll speculatively put it up really high <laughs> on Bethy's recommend. No, I have um, Kubo and the Two Strings at number four. Um, this Two one animated in your top ten. Yeah, one I, after the other. I enjoy an animated movie. This one um, was uh, again. I went to see it with with my wife and our kids and loved it. How old are they? I've already mentioned that. Um, and uh, this one, I think, got a, a few bonus points because of the craft of it. It's uh, it's by Leica Studios, and they do um, a combination of CG and, and stop motion. They're the same guys that did Paranorman and um, Coraline, and they're amazing. It's the, best, it's the best one they've ever done, and it was visually spectacular and a really, really great story and fun soundtrack and some phenomenal voice acting and yeah just a really really good movie mm. well, let me tell you who appreciates the craft of stop motion animation even more than the movies is uh, Abby and Bethany they one night they went on a tangent watching well we were trying to watch something else and you guys wouldn't stop watching behind the scenes like a videos they're amazing oh. it's mind blowing yeah. you really should see this one it it's got the tallest stop motion puppet ever used in a film yeah I mean it really is unreal I, it's nuts so for you saying all that I'm like Good. I think I it should be there. I was concerned because Matthew McConaughey was voicing one of the characters, oh, and I was I like, I him. don't know if I like right, him. And right, he was, right. he was brilliant, really, <laughs> really good. good. Yeah, it's a very good movie. I would recommend it to everyone. Uh, well, obviously, you have it number four. Sure. That's great. I have a number four: Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Maybe a little too high. I thought it beat it be Civil War. It did beat Civil War um, because I found myself purchasing both movies enjoying both of them as you know summer blockbusters popcorn movies or whatever and i watched the three hour cut of batman v superman three different times at home so the yeah. four four viewings all together i watched uh civil war once after buying it um and i found myself realizing i think i like batman v superman a little more than i like civil war which yeah. is interesting because i'll be the first to admit Batman v Superman is flawed in ways that Civil War is not. Civil War is pretty neat and clean from top to bottom with very few technical flaws, I think. Batman v Superman, we all know, has the stupid Justice League stuff in it and some dumb parts. But I just really like uh, Affleck's portrayal of wide Batman, as Mike knows. <laughs> super wide shoulders. Too wide, man. <laughs> I like, I re I'm just a big fan of Zack Snyder and uh, likes the movie. Everyone, uh, kiss my butt, all the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Because the world hates it. That's yes. what I'm saying. The, wor the world does hate it. The world it. hates it. Wrong. I liked it. I think Might entirely wrong. Patrick gave me Kiss the my Dark Knight uh, graphic novel for Christmas. It was a very generous and kind friend gift. And I read it in a, a cup in a, uh, the next day. And uh, I actually found myself retroactively liking Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice more because of how much almost shot for shot Zack Snyder used that comic book. And that was one of the biggest complaints that people had was like, oh, it's, it's not like the comic books and it's too gritty. And I was like, man, I just read an incredibly dark and gritty and amazing comic book that seems to be the inspiration for this movie. Yeah, I'm excited for Affleck's Batman movie. Yeah. Heck yeah. I'm excited for Justice. I'm worried it's not going to get made. <laughs> Patrick, number three. We're almost there, people. Number three. These these top three were hard for me because I l like them all a lot. But I put Arrival. Mm. Yeah. Arrival. Mm -hmm. We talked about Arrival, but it was... Mm -hmm. It Denis really... Villeneuve. Yeah. <laughs> it really, really no, affected me. Her name me. is Amy Adams. What are you oh, doing? Yeah. <laughs> it was good. On a deep level. It was a great movie. Yeah, yeah. it was great. It was. 
Very smart. I'll go out of order and say my as my number three as well. And mine. And mine. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Not mine. Well, no, we know you right, put Tyler. it way down. What low. do you got at number three? Hell or high water. That's good. Mm. It's a good movie. Hell or high <laughs> list. Am I right? The listeners can't high see list. that uh, <laughs> Abby and Tyler just exchanged a high five. Initiated by Abby. Yeah. Okay, Mike, you're on your own. What yeah, you what got? you got at number three, man? <laughs> uh, green Room. Green Room. All right. Number three. Number three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. number three. It was good. Okay, yeah. Way to go. Bethy. Nice. I'm proud of you, you for said doing that. Abby. <laughs> Bethy said. Abby, what do you have? Yeah, what do you have, Abby? I have The Light Between Oceans. That one with Michael Fassbender and the baby in the boat? Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. I wanted to see. In that. fact, wasn't that the alternate name of the movie? <laughs> that one with Michael Fassbender and the baby in the boat. <laughs> yeah, that was the working title. That was the first screenplay title. Yeah. Now, remind the. I think you might have said this on the show before, but you were a huge fan of that novel. Yes, that book was the best book I read. Whatever year it came out. Okay. Last year it you read it. Year? You yeah. read it because of the movie. I think you saw the trailer and said, "I'm going to read that book." That is not true. Oh, mm. my mistake! You're just making stuff up left and right. That's what I do nine <laughs> I times out of ten. Lost my crap when I saw that Ooh. it was becoming a movie. Oh, nice. okay. Because it was so good. How did you feel about the adaptation? The adaptation, uh, not as good as the book, which sounds so cliche, but it was still very good. I think if you were to see it not reading the book, it would still be such a good movie. I saw it not reading the book. Did you? I thought it was a good movie. I liked it. I thought it was a beautiful movie. Beautiful and very moving. And the book was even more moving. Yeah. I can't even talk yeah. about it. But yeah, well, you're doing yeah, it. I mean, you well. are talking about it. You're yeah, proud you're of you. You're actually doing it right Keeping now. it together. Good well, job, Abby. Keeping it together. You Look almost you lost your crap, but you <laughs> did. So you still you have it. You held on to that crap. <laughs> I still Hold have on it. real tight. <laughs> I still have it. And it's a really good movie. You should watch it. And there's that guy in it. I love Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. He and is handsome. Alicia. Alicia Vikander. Oh, his real life girlfriend. Yeah. They met on set. Yep. From Ex Machina. Machina. Ex Machina. Yeah. Girl. They're both great. Yeah, they're, they do really well in the film. Yeah. My one complaint is that, and I think this is actually addressed in the book. and it's He has a shirt on too much? Yes, okay. that too. But she and him look like they're like 30 years. So she looks like a 12-year-old in the movie, and he looks like he's like 40-something. Oh, they're too... And it's a little weird. Okay. She does. She has she's very elfin, youthful he's, he's features. Just, he's weathered. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's Be- a lighthouse keeper. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that yeah. is that real. I just guessed because <laughs> of the name of the book. <laughs> yeah, it's the lighthousekeeper out on a remote tip of Australia. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, an Australian tip. She's just a baby tip. face anyway. She's not that young. <laughs> That's not a knife. <laughs> oh, this is a knife. Monsters. So you played knifey spoony before. <laughs> Bethany, what do you have at number three? Arrival. She said. Arrival. Yeah. And number two. Arrival, arrival also. Yeah. Arrival. Well, number two. Patrick, what do you got? Number two. What almost was your favorite movie of the year, but not quite. Green Room. Green Room. Green Room. Two. I love the Green Room. For green Room. Yeah. Mm. Great. It's raw. <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> what was almost your favorite, but not quite? My number two of 2016 was Nocturnal Animals. Hmm. Yeah. Tom, Tom Ford. Had Dang, you put it that high. I loved it, man. Matt seemed uh, surprised. I went and saw it, and I said, guys, go see this. And then Matt went and saw it, and then Matt texted me, and he's like, it was, it was okay, huh? And I said, no, it was great. Here's why. And he's like, oh, I think you're right. Is Tyler, that true? Tyler actually I will fully admit this Tyler helped me understand the movie more because I would kind of came away and I was kind of overwhelmed by how much had happened in it and there are layers upon layers upon layers which is the way that Tom Ford has brilliantly told that story and I needed some help kind of just to <laughs> process that and unpack them and Tyler helped me hmm. I helped him I yeah. him charge him he showed me the way 
It was sounds like you could make a business. It was like a movie movie therapy. <laughs> Maybe he could have a podcast where he talks about movies and helps people understand. Here's them. why you should like this. <laughs> yeah, Tyler's corner. Listen to Tyler's opinion. <laughs> Tyler's interpretation. <laughs> we'll come up with a better name for the segment. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Nocturnal Animals, though, is a really well crafted uh, uh, film where it's these dual storylines and there's layers. On yeah. Let like me tell that. you this in light of the Golden Globes. It is significantly better than Moonlight. It is a better screenplay and it is better it is just a better movie than Moonlight. It should have won more mm. awards and that it did and not win. And La La Land apparently. La La Land really s- swept the Golden Globes and it it also La La Land won best screenplay and I don't agree. I think Nocturnal Animals should have won best but what, screenplay. Moonlight won best picture and yeah. Nocturnal Animals is a significantly way better picture than Moonlight. Yeah. The 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 film is full of symbolism that is so subtle and so brilliant that yeah. like it, you you the it's movie haunting. Ends, you keep thinking about it. Yep. It's been weeks, and I still keep yeah trying to figure some of the more all right subtle stuff out. It's Way great, really, like really good. Number two, Mike, Manchester by the Sea, mm-hmm. and it's upsetting that we can't talk about it. So I'm kind mm-hmm. of actually mad right now. So <laughs> there you go. Maybe I'll help you. What I, I mean, just the four, I just the four of us can huddle in a moment. Yeah, it would be a, p- a good time to vent and mm-hmm. talk about the movie, but mm-hmm. you can't, and so now I'm kind of mad. But it was powerful for you. you. It's number two. I, mean, I can't even say anything. You. I can't yeah, you even can say, say a lick of anything right I now. I could it's totally good. see you we, being impacted by that We can have a, a support group. You can have Tyler time. No, I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, Tyler what do you think about that? Tyler Tyler Tyler. I'm still not feeling great about Tyler time. the tool man Tyler. Well, time's with a Y, of course, right? Yeah. like the alliteration? Tyler Time. Yeah, I don't know. Do we have to do alliteration? Yeah, I mean, I like it. If we got Abby's eye, yeah, I Burst, can you? Can she's going to get out of the Come source. up with the source.com. Okay. She's Ab- there already. Abby, do you have a movie that you almost liked the most out of the year but didn't quite, so now it's number two? I did. Um, And I just saw it a week ago. Okay. And it is called The Revenant. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> number two. Oh, that's bad. Wow. All right, way to go. No, I love it. I love it. Man, you, you are a punk rock. I love that you have a number two. Don't that punk rock. <laughs> Why? Why? Because it's a great movie. It, it was great actually movie. teetering. Yeah. Oh. It was teetering on number one for me. Um, but I guess you'll see what my number one is. Yeah, I guess I we, guess will. we will. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we die before yeah. we get there. So let me that say this. We're all or dying. something else yeah. goes wrong. <laughs> this is the, the hype of this has been hyped. The hype like has been hyped? I've mm. seen it nearly a year after it came out. Actually, yeah. almost exactly a year after it came out. Yeah. And uh, so I've heard everything. I've heard about the bear scene. I've heard about that it was hard to film and whatever. <laughs> that it was pretty. Sure. And they're all very That's true. probably all you heard because that's all anyone ever says about it. I actually disagree. And I think that the story was captivating. There's a story? There's yep, a story. It's great. You're oh, right, right. And right. it was captivating. I actually, because that was... I mean, I've heard Josh complain about it for a year. Like, there's a story in there. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded just like him. <laughs> That's a great oh Josh impression. She oh. got you. Spot <laughs> on Josh. That's what you sound like. Uh, <laughs> the truth hurts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so the whole time I was like, I can't believe he doesn't think this is a story. Or that he doesn't think that it's well played out or that it's thought through or whatever. I thought it was amazing. I don't really know. I guess I think the hype was worth it. Maybe because I saw it a year later, so I wasn't amidst. Um, yeah, you were able to see it un, 
untainted by the hype. Yeah, I thought it was awesome, and Leo was well deserved for that win. Yep, for sure. Yeah, and so that was the called. director. The di- director win also. Yes, because yes. that was phenomenally directed. Mm. Yeah. yeah, sure. Great, I agree. Yeah, should we do another high five? Yeah. Casual moviegoer loves the Revenant. What was your number two, Bethany? Mine was Manchester by the Sea. Hey, okay. Matt, what was your number two? Yeah. Mine was Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it, but I will say that it was... You're threatening to spoil it, aren't you? No. I, f- I can't tell. I feel like y- y- the next word could be it. I just felt like it was one of the... It was like powerfully <laughs> directed and it allowed you to sit. You you were able to enter in with, with, your, with the actors in almost every way. Like it was very impactful because they made you sit in tension a lot. Okay. And I thought that now, was great. Now we're getting to great. the realm of spoilers. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. That's it. No, that's not more than we said about Don't Breathe in the I just think it was one of the uh, most, tense. I think Casey Affleck I was amazing and I think it was one of the, a beautiful in every way, not visually, just like, I thought the muse, the score was amazing. The acting was awesome. And it was just a really yeah. engaging movie. Matt found it forgettable. I know, apparently. Not forgettable. I just, but I think you I was done with it. Once I walked away, I was done with it. Well, okay. I have That's questions huh? post It was that. a disposable okay. movie to me. Okay. What? Cotton candy. Yeah. <sighs> yes. You guys, you guys can, maybe you could do your own episode about it. Leave a comment on this episode if you want to hear Mike, Bethany, and Matt argue. And Tyler. I know, but he doesn't sound as divided as you guys do. He likes it. Was a four? I've got it at number five. Five? He's got it pretty high up. That's pretty high. Okay. Okay, well then, yeah. We all see it. Then Tyler can be on it, too. What was your... You can do Tyler's tales. (laughs) 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 We're getting closer. I like that one. Yeah. What was your number two? I actually had Deadpool at number two as well. Yeah, me and you. Yeah. Friends. Do you want a high five? No yeah. one will see if, if we do it. <laughs> Wait, well, we, here. S- we saw. <laughs> <laughs> Matt has fingerless gloves on right it's now. It's cold oh. in this house. For all the reasons cited in the episode that we did, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm proud of Deadpool for existing. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and being the movie that it is. Way to go, totally. Deadpool. Way to go, yeah. just all of those people. That, that was a, it. you know, all the stuff that we complain about 2016 movies, it, regardless of, you know, where you put it on your list or anything, you have to admit all those things are alleviated in the hour and a half that you spend with Deadpool. It's very refreshing and unlike other Agreed. movies. Yeah, it's kind of it's this it's the best of what we've seen a lot, or some of the best of what we've seen of all the superhero movies we've seen. But it's something new, and it's it turns everything around because now they're trying to make all these rated R comic book movies and stuff, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Deadpool, way to go, way to go, Deadpool. And we finally arrived. At the moment that everyone's been waiting for, which is specifically Patrick's favorite movie mm-hmm. of 2016. Yep. What the heck? Can we guess? Was it? What is he not? No, I don't want to guess. I mean, what I if know we get what it right, yeah. then it'll, you know, yeah. deflate the moment. Is that what that was? Yeah. 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 Deflation. Right. They so couldn't see was, my that hand was, That was a little better than Mike's sound effect. Jingle Sorry, jangle. Let me let me sound more like myself. Oh, the revenant move. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, what did you like best in 2016? I love Deadpool. Deadpool yeah, was did. my favorite movie of the year. Wow. That what, was a su- what a surprise. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Deadpool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. I just love Deadpool oh. so much. <laughs> Uh-oh. I think it's the best by far. Oh, really? It yeah, wasn't so even a contest for you? No, I mean, it was a contest because it's all a contest, but <laughs> <laughs> it's all of life. <laughs> sure. I'm going to win. It's so competitive. Yeah. Just like Bethany. Yeah. Tyler. What movie did you like more than any other movie in 2016? My number one film 
of 2016. Green Room. I'm so proud wow. of you. I'm really proud of you too, yeah, bud. Surpri- I don't want to yeah. say surprising because you, you love movies, but kind of surprising. It is surprising. I, I Tyler, love movies. Yeah, it's kind of a surprise. I love movies, but I'm not a huge horror movie fan. Right. Sure. I, I, I have a, a problem with most of them. I, most films require you to susp- suspend your disbelief. Yeah. And horror films, I have a hard time doing that because it's... Some mutated True. hillbilly. Yeah, they, re- <laughs> they require they require often more <laughs> suspended disbelief like, than yeah, other genres. Yeah, or some Siamese twins. Sure, <laughs> they are horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> or or some um, clowns you know, or something. I have the sure. best idea. Saw, I did see those. Let Tyler rewrite the jacket. The jackets for <laughs> Blu-rays. Of horror movies, <laughs> <laughs> just describing the main the hills monsters. Have eyes. Some <laughs> mutated hillbilly. <laughs> Tyler's titles. <laughs> Tyler's titles. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Uh, but Green Room was a frighteningly plausible storyline mm-hmm. about uh, some punk rock kids getting trapped in a neo-Nazi compound, and they're fighting to get out. And it, in a lot of ways, it felt uh, like a traditional horry, horry <laughs> horror film. Um, but but right when you thought that you could predict what was about to happen, it it wouldn't, and it it, it just totally threw me off the whole time. And it yeah. felt so good and so real. The writing was so entertaining um, and scary. Patrick yep. Stewart was just so frightening, terrifying. He was excellent. Yeah, you kind of don't realize you're in the middle of a great horror movie as it's going, right? And most of these, again, most of the, the standard paradigm for these horror movies, you've got some awful villain, monster, or whatever, and then you've got a set of young kids who are, you know, vulnerable and 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 um, going to be killed one by one in yeah. most of these films. But I have a hard time believing in the monsters, or I have a hard time caring about the kids. Sure. This punk rock band was so likable, mm-hmm. and there's this scene where they're playing a song in slow motion, and you like you're just rooting for them. You want them to have everything they could ever <laughs> dream of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good, like I, I just I just wanted to sell merch for them and, and support them, uh, and so it made the whole thing just really right. Well, because they're not the difficult. they're not the the young horror movie stereotypes you don't have the jock and the cheerleader and the nerdy girl and the nerdy dude that you do right. in cabin movies like no one's saying i'll be right back no one's having sex no one's getting high right. like there aren't it's not checking stereotypical genre movie boxes but it is still a genre movie and yeah. an excellent one yeah and there's so many subtle details that just intertwine themselves throughout the whole movie yeah. so brilliantly that i i i it, this was the movie for for me this year that was that magic that you go into the yeah. theater thing, could this be it? And it was. Yeah. And you know it was shot mean? where we live, which I think to me lend an even greater sense of relatability where I was like, oh yeah, there's like neo-Nazi punks in Portland. Like this is this is plausible. Out in the woods, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mutated <Freaking> downtown. <laughs> <laughs> Mutated hillbillies out there. And uh, Anton Yelton was so good. So it, good. It made me so sad to hear I know. his, his uh, death this year. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that he should... I hope that he was really proud of that performance in him. He's such a strong, a subtle uh, lead character, uh, really charismatic with doing very little, like uh, in a, in a unpredictable 
way he really captures your attention mm-hmm. in that movie as a slightly quiet, demure figure right. in this punk rock band. Odin himself. And uh, Imogen Potts. Poots, dude. Is that it Poots? It's Poots. Yeah. Because of the two O's. Yeah, that's how yeah. phonemes work. She She's in it and she was great. She was great yep. in it. Maybe from number one, number Arrested one Development. Number one, Tyler's favorite movie of the year. Yeah. Which is crazy because, right, did I mention I don't even watch horror yeah. films? Yeah, because of the mutated hillbillies. <laughs> yeah. Or what was your <laughs> zombie Some Siamese twin? Yeah, I don't exactly. know about that one. <laughs> that was House of Wax. Oh, right. Oh, okay. okay. With Paris Hilton. Yeah, that yeah, I <laughs> forgot that trash. one you have a lot to say about. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I've known you, you've brought up House of Wax. Uh, Mike, what of the 13 movies you saw this year, which 14. one did you like the most? 14. Arrival. Arrival was your favorite. Yeah. yeah. That's great. It was, uh, yeah. It moved me, and uh, it was just got me thinking and got me pondering. Mm-hmm. I really so enjoyed it. If you it. know anything about Mike, that's that's big. Yeah. yeah. It reminded me of Interstellar, which makes sense why you would like it. Because mm-hmm. you love Interstellar. Except it was yeah. good, and Interstellar is yeah. not. Yeah. It was like a well, better version. <laughs> yeah, we don't <laughs> have to get in that no, fight. No, we don't. But <laughs> no, but I just, it, it, it makes sense. Yeah. In a good way. Uh, quick sidebar. I heard about this movie via a secondhand story that my wife told me that we ended up going to see it after the story. Uh, she said, oh, yeah, I heard Patrick saw this movie and like it was really touching to him i think it was like about like giving birth or a baby or something <laughs> and i was like what in the world she's like yeah i heard he like teared up or something and i was like okay what is that and i was like working and all of a sudden it hit me i was like oh giving birth oh an arrival like a right oh it was the arrival and then we saw it and i was like so oh. you were able to connect to the right <laughs> movie by the wrong way yes <laughs> I wow. was like, what movie That's is amazing. about giving birth? Oh, like a baby arriving. So Great. arrival. Well, I'm glad so you got there. Spoiler alert, the movie has nothing to do with giving birth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you ever get to the bottom of that mystery? <laughs> so something was just lost in translation. No, I just started laughing at myself so hard at work. I was like, how did that happen? So anyway. Number there one. You the arrival. Number one. Abby, which movie was your favorite in 2016? It was Arrival. Arrivals. Mm. Wow. Arrival. A couple of arrival buddies. High five. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Very Don't audible. wake up that baby. Uh, I mean, I already talked about it a lot on the podcast. I just agree with Mike that it was very moving. It made me think a lot. It made me feel a lot. Mm. Tyler, that's what you said art should do. Yeah. 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 And it looked phenomenal, well acted, which is, I really don't like Amy Adams. I don't get it. I think if if I see Amy Adams' name on a poster, I'm more likely to go see it. Yeah, I say, oh, cool, I like her. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's she's one of my top five actresses working today. Is she she in Nocturnal Animals? Yeah, and she is fantastic in it. Well, okay, maybe this will change my mind. Yeah, she is. All all I can really see her is in the Muppets. That movie. What? Brilliant in the Muppets. Yeah, she's great you, in Enchanted. Be careful, she's phenomenal right as Lois Lane. I mean, yes. her role in the Muppets. Come on. Yeah, dude. The Muppets is a good that time. That is not the right word. There's another B word for that. What? Jeez. Bad? What is it? Yeah. <laughs> breathtaking. Bad. Bad. A breathtaking. Mary. Come on, guys. Yeah. Mary. <laughs> anyway. She's great. Arrival. It was good. It looked good. It made you think. Mm-hmm. made you feel. Guys, let's like quick sidebar. Let's talk about how that director might maybe one day make a version of Dune. I'm so excited about that. Let's keep hoping and praying. Matt loves Dune. I love Dune. Um, It's great. Bethany Allen. Yeah. This is the moment. (laughs) Well, I honestly have no idea. Yeah, me either. I'm excited. Let me just say that this was a (laughs) slim year for me to enjoy movies. 
But if I was thinking overall, like collective, and when I first saw this movie, I didn't walk away thinking that was really good. I was kind of like, I don't know what I think about it. So I'm, I was a little surprised when I was making my list. But I said Allied with uh, hmm. Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt and Marion Cotillard. Mm-hmm. It was a thoughtful, beautiful, well-acted, all-around The great Zemeckis movie. movie. The Robert Zemeckis movie. It was such movie. a clean movie, yeah. too. It just it looked expensive. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. It, it, it just, did. It did look it really, really high quality. Production. Really, the, probably the highest quality I've ever seen, or something. I just I'm remember. Kind of surprised. Are y'all surprised like by so this? I'm a bit surprised by yeah, it. Yeah, it's a weird. Spy it's movie? just the weirdest list I've ever made. Um, I mean, maybe it seems like you spoke so much yeah, highly you, of, or so so much higher of other movies on your but list. But it was like they were in different categories. Like okay. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's, it's not just place. a spy movie. It's, yeah, it's, it's more a, than it's that. It's a romance as well. And it's sure. emotional. I want to see it. A romantic yeah. spy movie. It's great. I, I enjoyed it. I thought Brad Pitt and Marion mm-hmm. Marion Cotillard. They're probably going to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Did really well. Well, rumor uh, is they already are boyfriend and oh girlfriend. Really? Rumor, rumor. Yeah. I don't know if it deserves number one, but it, it was I a very well made film. I didn't have any magic movie this year. There was okay. no movie for me that was magic, so it was really hard to make this you list. You see Green Room, you'll hate it. <laughs> yeah, it's... Not necessarily All your right. thing, but I'd, if uh, once again, if you watch it, uh, I'd like to be there so yes, I can please, see your I'd reaction. Like to share that I think with I, you. I mean y'all are giving it high praise. Yeah. I should see it. Such high praise! It's my number one. Matt's okay. number one is also Green Room. Yeah, yeah. You didn't let me build it up. Sorry. I I uh, I saw. Um, it's the I think it's the only movie I saw more than once in theaters this year. I went and saw it again because I was like, I need to just experience that one more time on a big screen. And I've watched it twice since then at home. And I, to be honest, I could go and watch it right now. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Um, this might not surprise anyone. Green Room is my number one movie of 2016 yeah. as well. I, I feel the way that Tyler said is best the best way I can describe it, that it was that magic moment for me watching mm-hmm. a movie where you sit down and you think... Maybe this will be a movie that knocks me out, which I hope about a lot of movies I see. And I was so blown away that this movie was everything that I would like a movie to be from start to finish in terms of um, aesthetically satisfying, um, thrilling to watch. The performances were so compelling. It feels in a lot of ways like predictably something that I would like and that it was hyper stylized and violent and was about a punk rock band and all this stuff. But on its own merit as a piece of narrative filmmaking, it is so compelling, so thrilling. I, t- I, w- I came out of it t- and I told Abby that I thought it gave me an el- ulcer. I don't think I've ever been <laughs> yeah. as tense or in a, in a movie and reacted so strongly to violence in a movie. Um, and I lo- and the, the use of like humor, the dialogue, the I- everything about it. Yeah. I loved it was high tension and comedic relief that mixed so well. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, you and I sought out the director's previous movie because of it. Because we were so enamored by Green Room. We were like, oh, let's see what else has happened here. And it's it's cool to see. I I actually went and watched the the guy's movie before that as well, which wasn't good. It's called Murder Party. Um, But uh, you can see a clear progression in the filmmaker's filmography because Blue Ruin is is a great little flick. And if you had seen it without seeing Green Room, you'd be like, wow, that guy's really on to something. But Green Room feels just like a huge step up in his, his yes. talents as a filmmaker. So now I feel like that guy's going to make even more awesome stuff. 
I hope that I see something as good in 2017 as Green Room. Yeah, I what I, what, what my criteria for this list when I made these decisions was, one, movies that I was impacted by, and two, movies that deserved it. And I feel like Green Room is that. I, I loved it, and it, it deserves all the respect you can give to a well-made film. Yeah, I agree. So we liked, uh, some of us liked, well, everyone that's seen it liked Green Room, apparently. Yeah, right. It's yeah. a movie that's so good, it just happens to be a horror movie. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> like, it's scary how good this is? <laughs> I'm horrified <laughs> by the Gladys movie. <laughs> to end real quick, let's go around and just say what, what you're hoping will be that movie or predicting might be that movie for you in 2017. Your most anticipated flick or flicks really fast. Patrick, you got anything that you're like, man, I hope that that's going to be my thing. It could be. Monster Trucks? In Triple X. Hey, you know I'm going <laughs> to see Triple X, man. That's going to be a good time. X. Sandra Cage. Fifty Shades Darker. Mm. No, stop. Stop looking at the list. The Great I, Wall. Did you know the Great Wall's already made boats? Lo- boats? Boatloads of cash in China? Boats. boats of cash. Boats, of cash. <laughs> boats and boats and boats. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Can I guess? It's Logan. It is Logan. Yeah! yeah good uh, guess. I'd say Logan Apes, I think, is going to be the best one, and I have so much hope for Logan because I want that. When you say Apes, you mean... War uh, the planet for of the, the planet yeah, of that's the how apes. we've yeah. been calling it code name apes around here. Code really name, <laughs> yeah, it's real sneaky. I to want call Logan that to be movie apes. Yeah. <laughs> I no want a Wolverine that. movie on the same level as like a Dark Knight or Winter Soldier. Oh, or imagine like that. how good just, that would be. Even the best Wolverine movies, honestly, haven't been. No, they're not great. They're no. not that. But we love Wolverine. We, we love, love Wolverine. Jack. That's my hope. Tyler, you got something that you're just amped on? There's some pretty cool movies coming out. Um, I'm a big fan of Guardians of the Galaxy, and they got a sequel. War yeah, for the Planet of the Apes looks cool, but I think that uh, what sounds the most interesting interesting to me so far is Christopher Nolan's World War II movie. Dunkirk. 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 Yeah. Sure. How do we say it? Dunkirk. It's Dunkirk. pronounced Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Good to know. Yeah. Well, we don't know. Yeah. Matt's the one saying it. So right. I I have got high hopes Don for it. I, I hope it's not my dishonorable mention at the end of 2017. Mm, that would be biggest a shame. disappointment. That'd be a bummer. Yeah, Mike, do you know of anything that you're Cars are, Three? Cars Three? No, I was gonna say Dunkirk as well, but I want to change it to maybe this is. It's not going to be that night? movie. No, no. This, I think we're gonna get World War Z two. Nope. I think we're gonna get a good Spider Man. Oh, Homecoming! I oh, really yeah, think homecoming. so. I saw the trailer, and I, I have high hopes. So yeah, uh, I haven't watched a trailer. Not because I'm trying to be pure. I just haven't watched it yet. No, oh, it looks pretty promising. Surprise! Spider-Man's in it, and he does Spider-Man stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm I with it, you. I think it would be the first time you see a Spider-Man, you're like, "Oh, this is Spider-Man." Yeah, right. Like, like a sarcastic uh, teenage boy. <laughs> I like yeah. all those movies. Yeah, man. I got time for Tobey <laughs> Maguire and Andrew Garfield, and Deadpool and Spider-Man made out of the Golden Globes. It was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, Abby, Baywatch. Yeah. You got any uh, hype? Baywatch hype for 2017 besides monster trucks. How to be uh, a Latin lover? Alien Covenant. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she got us. Oh, oh, good one, Abby. I just thought. Uh, I think Apes looks good. That Apes movie. Uh, you, you war, code name Apes. War on the code planet of the Apes. War code name Apes for the planet of war the Apes. War for the planet of the Apes. Because mm-hmm. I saw the trailer. Because I'm not pure. And I don't care. <laughs> Dang. It looks good. Dang. I saw the trailer s- three times. They're making another Saw movie? Yeah, it's back. Stop. Goodness. Good. It's, back. it's been too long. I saw that with lots of boys that I date. I didn't date very many boys, but lots all the boys I dated. Lots of boys took you to horror movies, huh? I know. They did. Well, you didn't do that with girls when you were dating them? Because no, they'd try Beauty to get them the scared, and then they'd come in and snuggle you close? I, I dragged Abby to horror movies, but not for that reason. I was like, oh. watch yeah, this. It'll be cool. Nasty horror movies. That's true. I don't know what they were after. God. 
<laughs> you're right, watching, right. you're watching Saw movies. People are being disemboweled, and they're like, "What do you think, babe? <laughs> <laughs> you like you like that? I've never loved you more." Mm-hmm. Mm. What what are you excited about? Something in 2017? Yeah, I'm excited about Beauty and the Beast. What? And I'm excited Bye-bye. about the Star Wars one. Yeah, episode and eight. And I'm excited about Logan. That's oh right. yeah, yeah. I feel excited because I'm I'm in to the universes. Like I feel excited about the apes too, but I am learning to love the apes. Y'all have loved them for a long time. That's mm-hmm. true. We had a deep I, relationship. I saw with the you. preview yeah. and it looked good. That's true. Bethany's learning to love the apes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta learn to love those apes. I, what do you call them? The apes. The apes. Yeah. Caesar. Yeah. So I have a few things I'm sort of looking forward to. None of them feel like they're going to be magic. Do you? Mm. So you, you are you worried that it's going to be another 2016? Yeah, I am. Because oh, nothing looks awesome. I hope that it turns around. I mean, nothing looks. I don't know. I'm I'm really depending on the indie films these days to have a good, enjoyable yeah. experience. Well, well at least if, if go you into w- it optimistic. Now, come on. If if you want the philosophical or psychological element, you're gonna have to go yeah. to indie films. I like all the Marvel and all the superhero stuff too. It's a really fun time for me. So. Well, let's not act like big budget studio popcorn movies can't possibly have something sophisticated to say. No, Sometimes that's true. they do. S- yeah, Civil War and uh, BVS both tried to find that. And <laughs> BVS just tried to crank the whole thing full of like that's fresh BBS. freshman <laughs> philosophy class, <laughs> problem right. of evil, and all that stuff. What was that? Yeah. Batman vs Superman. Oh, BVS. But I, uh, I obviously liked it. Matt, what are you pumped for in hey Matt, Let me tell you about a movie just based on the oh poster. Oh my gosh. August 18th, there is a film called Hitman's Bodyguard, starring Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, I'll see that. They're both wearing suits, uh, and yep. they're both holding guns. One of them That's is a hitman, and one of them is a bodyguard. That's interesting. Think, let me read the tagline. My here. guess is Ryan Reynolds is a hitman's bodyguard. While you're waiting. Yeah, you okay, tell yeah. I'm excited for War for the Planet of the Apes. I'm excited for Logan. I am excited for... Um, Thor Ragnarok because of the director and the thing the one that I'm most intrigued by and maybe is the green room of the co- upcoming year is that movie A Cure for Wellness yeah that looks really interesting and kind of creepy and I saw 30 seconds of a trailer and then went oh well, I'm in yeah. and I watched I, the whole trailer and it was awesome looking. yeah I'm, ec- I'm excited to to see that I think that could be and it's nice it's at the beginning of the year it's coming out next month so I'm gonna go right, see that and just ha- yeah have a good time from seeing the director weird, of the ring yeah and a bunch of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and that movie Rango where Johnny Depp was a li- lizard I liked that it was fun yeah I'm excited for that. I'm also excited for War for the Planet of the Apes is, is my big one, having loved Dawn of the Planet of the Apes so much. God, it's so good. Um, believe it or not, guys, I found myself getting uh, – I, di- I didn't want this to happen, but I'm getting a little excited about Alien Covenant, uh, having hated Prometheus so much, but loving Alien. It's yeah. one of my all-time favorite movies. They're, they're purposely trying to get me back in. They're trying to convince me that it's going to be a good alien movie. Hey man, he did that with Prometheus, and yeah. he screwed you over. He really did. But then I started to think, this is, this is the thought that occurred to me. It is Ridley Scott who made Alien. Maybe he'll make an alien movie this time, which is what got me excited the first time, the idea of Ridley Scott I think you're Prometheusing yourself. You think so? I think so, No, man. it's going to be great. <laughs> I'm also really curious about the new adaptation of It. To yeah, the degree yeah, that that's I, true. I'm so curious, I'm slightly excited about it, but I'm kind of scared. Every photo I've seen of that clown just looks so yeah, bobo. it looks real dumb. But we don't so know. Dumb. We don't. I know. don't know. 
Who and, knows? And then I'm excited to see Denis Villeneuve return to the big screen with a sequel to Blade Runner, of all things. Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. So. Oh, cool. my gosh. Patrick yeah. still. Is it Blade Runner you've never seen? I've never seen Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah we'll have to do a build-up episode. Yeah, on that we one. absolutely will. We'll have to watch all five versions of the original Blade Runner. Maybe, Bethany, in 2017, you can find a movie that has something to do with farting. <laughs> well, a tooting I mean, in that's psychology. That's what's happening in America in 2017. I mean, this is it. the highlight. Just toots. We had such a dark year. It was a highlight. It was. What a, what a great high to end the episode. I'm just saying. You know, people got elected, and it's just like <laughs> it's just. And toots won the day. <laughs> Thanks for listening to You Hate Movies. Agree with our list? Hate them? Ever heard of Hello, My Name is Doris? Let us know by leaving a comment on this episode at youhatemovies.com. While you're there, subscribe to the podcast, enjoy more than 80 enlightening episodes, and buy a t-shirt before we quit this thing forever. It's all up to you.